Welcome to the LulaCast, where we discuss all you need to know about LulaRoe with your hosts, Jill and Tracy. Join us as we discuss our Lula journeys and all the great things LulaRoe has to offer. We encourage you to interact with the show. Email us at thelulacast at gmail.com. Now, ready, set, let's row. Welcome to episode 157 of the LulaCast. I'm Tracy. And I'm Jill. And that was take three because we haven't recorded in a while. And then I just looked at Jill and I was like, I what? forgot what I say at the beginning. Oops. So, <laughs> hey guys. We will alert you now that you may not hear dogs in the background today, but you hear wrestling and cars. That's a toddler. Yeah. So <laughs> I just have dogs and toddlers now. Yep. And no, they're not Tracy's direct toddlers. They're grand toddlers. <laughs> oh, here he comes. Come here, James. You want to say hi to our friends? Can you say, hi, my name is James. What's this? Well, it's kind of like when you make TikToks with Nana. Can you say, hi, my name is James. But they can't see you. They can only hear you. Can you say hi? Uh How about you just say, hi, friends. Hi, friends. Okay, so James is back in the living room playing now. So, um, we've had a lot of changes in life, huh, Fu? Oh, yeah, a lot. And I don't, did we talk about mine last time that I took the job, took a full-time job and I'm watching the kids? I think, I think we did. Yeah, we, if not, we can recap them. Yeah, we'll, we'll recap and kind of, you can get the full story in this episode. Um, we're going to kind of guide into that though, by talking about something I believe we teased last podcast. I went to the Reach Tour in Chandler. Yes. So Jill and Lisa were going to that because, and I was watching the kids. Yeah, you night. were. Yeah, you were watching kids. So, um, anyways, uh, kind of short notice, LuLaRoe sent out an email on like a Thursday that was like, "Hey, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week, we're going to have Reach tours, and they were going to be in Arizona. They were going to be here in Chandler. They were going to be in Tucson." They were going to be in Glendale, and that was all the Phoenix locations. And I believe they did Anaheim, Vegas, and St. George. So um, check your emails. There are additional reach tours um, that have been listed now in parts all over the United States, which is super cool. Um, So uh, anyways, definitely um, you could check and see if there is a reach tour coming to a city near you. Okay, so the queen of note-taking was not there with me, um, so I did not feel the immense pressure to take notes because Tracy wasn't all watching right, so, over my shoulder. So she just kept it all in the steel vault of her mind. I did, I did. But um, let me tell you a little bit of kind of my hopes and kind of what I experienced. Um, and then after the Reach tour, I did receive a phone call from home office basically asking me what I thought about it, and um, I'll tell you what I told them after the fact. But... Um, to start off, let me just say that, um, you know, they, in the emails and everything, you know, social distanced, wear your mask, there'll be a check-in, like all the things. Temperature taking, (laughs) I think it even said. I don't even, I don't remember that part, them them saying temperature taking, but uh, definitely, you know, everybody's going to wear a mask, it was going to be socially distanced, and and it was going to be a safe environment. Um, So when we got there, um, Lisa and I were, let's just say, one of the first five people there. Um, Things were still kind of getting set up. Um, Justin and... How many people do you think totally... 20? I think there are about 20 20 total people there and a range of retailers. There were three retailers there who were planning on getting their onboarding call 
like within the next couple of days. Okay. Um, they were actually so, from and, Utah, but in town visiting just, friends and went. Yeah, just to preface, they had had one the night before on the other side of the valley. No, and in then, Tucson. Or, in Tucson. Yeah. And then two nights prior on the other side of the valley. So there had been three in the yeah, area. So this was the third one. Right. Um, so, um, it was interesting, you know, to see who came to what. I know some of my East Valley friends went to the West Side one, and there was a couple of West Valley people over on the East Side one, you know, whatever met your schedule with short notice, right? right. So, um, anyway, so that was super cool. They said ours was the best attended. So, having 20 people there, we were the best attended so far. So, um, at least of the Arizona ones. Um, like I said, it was um, Justin and um, I'm pretty sure it was Will, Will who was there. Um, and so, you know, they kind of started off and welcomed us and um, what I'm going to call the LuLaRoe portion of the training. I mean, they kind of asked what we had hoped to get out of the REACH tour. So we kind of went around um, and you know, kind of said why, um, you know, we were there or if there was something specific, cause they said, if there's a specific answer we can give you, we'll do it. Um, and then, uh, somebody, one of somebody's, uh, my gosh, my internet's going crazy. I might have to close that. We'll see. Um, so one of the people said, I'm hoping to find out what's going to happen with the cruise because at this point we had not yet found out what was happening right. with the cruise and well, we and can't give cruise, you that information. What was happening with the cruise from 20, Tw yeah. The 2020 cruise earned it earned in 2019, in 2019 yes. but it was the one that we missed in 2020. So, right. um, you know, there were s several cruise qualifiers in the room who were hoping to find out the answer to that question. Um, and then um, there was somebody else who very candidly said, I'll be honest, I came to find out who was still in business. Uh, because as we all know, there have been many people as of late who have gone out of business. And um, so I just thought that that was a very candid and real uh, answer for the question of why did you come? Um, right, and something we've noticed, um, you know, since even January, I mean, there's always like these kind of cycles that happen after conventions or leaderships or whatever. It's like people cruise. go yeah, after the cruise for their last bit of information. And then they're like, no, it just didn't. And, and then they leave for whatever reasons. Right. And they didn't, you know, get the feeling, get the answers, answers needed, or something the feeling, that they needed, yeah. right. right. Whatever. So we, we see that happen, but since January, we have seen an increasing exit. exit of not just big retailers are being talked about, but middle retailers, smaller retailers, ones that this is their or was their full time thing or they're transitioning to, you know, a myriad of other options. Right. And so, you know, it's a valid question. Yeah. So, um, home offices kind of, if I would call it like training portion of the evening, um, was basically going over the kind of newly revamped LuLaRoe, um, I, I, I don't know why it's escaping me though, what you would call it, their, their mission statement. Um, oh, the new mission you know, and vision yeah, statement. Yeah, like we're okay. through purpose, we... I, I can't say it. I I'm sorry. I've either. never learned it. But the thing is, is we were noticing some tweaks and, you know, one of the things that was like, you know, where, where dreams are realized and they're like, you know, is, is that the right way to say that, you know, where, where dreams are achieved or, or whatever. This apparently is going to be the podcast of many stops and starts. I just stopped and forced closed my Chrome, so hopefully we won't get any more dings. Here, Sorry I'll about that, guys. Ding. <laughs> Thanks, ding. Folks. I'll just. Ding. I mean, we already have toddler car sounds and and other things going on. Baby so, anyways, yeah, on baby shark yeah. is on TV. So, um, but anyway, so that was kind of the Lularoe 
portion of it is just kind of breaking down kind of the revamped um, uh, mission statement of LuLaRoe um, and going through kind of that. Okay, then we had three retailers speak. Now, since then, um, you also have listened to leadership too, correct? It, yes. Was that yeah. in there that time frame too? Well, yeah, yeah. That Somewhere has in okay. happened in the last okay. two weeks for I'm sure. I'm just trying to remember. We're, I mean, we're not breaking all that down. My timeline is just so messed up because yeah. things are crazy. Yeah, it's funny. I have, you know, had... It's been the longest five years of my life, just 2020. Been the, been the longest, yeah, five years of your I was going to say five months, but yes, five years. <laughs> um, I understand what you're saying um, because that's the truth about it. I mean, I, I talk with people who have legit, like, been quarantined. And by quarantined, I mean their job was shut down so they legit had nothing to do but sit in their house and eat, eat and watch tv wow i picked up a new workout regimen wow i i i learned french like i i, I don't know what some I of these took people up baking yeah yeah i, 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 I learned how to my entire house yeah my, my entire kitchen has been remodeled by me by hand with a toothbrush i mean like this is what i feel like i hear people accomplishing and i'm like jill and i are like i we can't ran even catch with, up on television we ran it around with chickens with our heads i finally day before yesterday was it monday or maybe it was tuesday i don't know watched one episode of 90 Day Fiance because I had Max hadn't gotten up James for whatever reason because his mom they moved they moved into a new house so they hadn't been getting good sleep I think with the move he passed out on the couch which has never happened and so I was like nobody's you mean I don't have to watch Paw Patrol or whatever trolls I I literally and I can't even say I got the full episode in because there were still about 10 minutes left that I had to watch the next day I made Max watch it with me because he complains (laughs) he's not too picky yeah he complains a whole lot less (laughs) so but but literally my DVR was up to almost full and I just went through the other day and just started annihilating stuff I was like I will never get back to it I won't Right. If it's a show that, you know, you've seen nine seasons of and the 10th season is sitting there like, okay, you'll find a way to get to that at right. some point in time. But like and- I taped some other shows, like it was like some love hotel or something. It was just like some mindless mini oh, yeah. series or whatever. I tried to and really watch Love Island because I wanted to. Maybe and that's it, was what it was like, called. yeah, it was like, because uh, I watched it the did year like, before. <laughs> anyway, so they had like three episodes a week or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a hard enough time keeping up on Big Brother. And that's because Tori likes it. So uh-huh. we can kind of like when we go to bed, yeah. catch up on, you know, yeah. it'll take us all we and, go to watch like three course, episodes of Big Brother. As it progressed, it got worse because, um, I'm, and I'm pretty sure we talked about this in the last one, but I took a full-time position. So I am working um, for a university and that's online from my house, but I'm doing that for hours in the morning and then in the evening I'm doing that. So I'm not going to turn to my husband and go, well, I'm half watching TV and you're sitting here or whatever. Can we watch Can we my not show? watch a man show? Yeah, right. you watched all day. Can we watch like 90 Day Fiance? He would want to like die a little yeah. bit. If I made it, do he's that. like so. Fortune of Steel is what going to be on TV, and you're going to like it. Yeah, for, Fortune <laughs> Fire. Fortune Fire. Sorry, I didn't even know the Fortune name of the show. Fire, or you know, American Pickers, or whatever it is right. that he watches. But <laughs> nonetheless, so I finally just annihilated a bunch of stuff because ain't nobody got time to go backwards at this oh, point. Yeah, no, I mean, I tell you, I love learning about the Duggars. I still watch, you know, Counting On, I think is what they call it now, you know, because it's no longer 18, 19 kids and counting. It's now called Counting On, and they focus on all the kids um, and their lives with their multiple kids now. Um, that show is, this. the whole season is done and over, and it's sitting on my DVR, and the other day I was like, whoever they married, I'll, I'll figure it out later. Bye. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. That's literally <laughs> what I do. And I like yeah. things, like random things, like, and I would have them on there just so that, if I had time, I could pop one on while I did something around the yeah. house or whatever. But in the background, literally, is Paw Patrol now. But, you know, I had things like 
um, episodes of like Dr. Pimple Popper or weird hospital shows or botched where right. they have the plastic surgery yep. things and all those. You know, like I said, just mindless TV. And I'm like, I, do, I literally have no time for that, having the kids, you know, five days a week. Now, that will be changing going down to four days a week because their dad's shifted to a 410 schedule. Yep. So every week I will either have the Friday or the Monday off. And the Fridays and the Mondays coincide. So it's like a four days yeah, you'll without four days the boys. Without and then- um, so that will be changing starting in November. Yeah. Um, so we'll be doing that. And then that'll give me a little bit more... More time. <laughs> Downtime. And then, um, but the, the work, like I said, I do it in the evenings, I do it early in the morning, and then I do a lot of it on the on Sundays. Right. So. You, you found this really good job where they just, they want to know your schedule, but they don't care when your schedule is. So you can say, I'm going to do three hours every Monday through Friday. I basically tell them morning. Then, I'm morning. Right. Right. And I'm I'm evening here. You know, right. and I'm going to work Tuesdays like, and I do not Thursdays. need to know. I will be on at 4.15 yeah. because they... Saturdays we're all the same. Yeah. We all have whatever. And again, we're not on the phones. We're not dealing directly with customers. We're working certain things out of a Certain tasks queue. out of a queue, right? Yeah. So it just, it, it was perfect. But you do put a huge chunk of almost 12 hours in on Sunday so you can have Saturday off. So Correct. unless you and your so husband I have, have one, a day. I have one day that I don't life. have a, an official. A kid or a grandkid or a job. But this Saturday I do. Because uh, three month, over three months ago. Yeah. I had arranged to take my grandkids for this weekend for a specific reason, but nonetheless. Yes. Nana life is great. Right. It's not a lot of sleep, but it's all working Kind of coming good. full circle why we went down that little squirrely tangent hole. Um, I, like you said, like this has been the longest five years slash five months of your life um, because I feel like I'm just as busy as I was or maybe even busier because um, I think we can all kind of agree that selling one piece of LuLaRoe clothing these days seems to be harder than it, it takes was as much effort as it was months to sell five. ago. Right, right. So um, we'll, we'll touch more on that in a little bit, but let's finish up a, a little bit about yeah. Reach Tour. So um, we had three um, amazing speakers who, you know, it was supposed to be a two hour event. We ended up going two and a half hours because they were open to questions. And because it was a smaller group of like 20, um, it voted for a little bit more conversation about how is this working for you? Or how are you working around this? Or what have you changed about that? Um, one of the gals spoke about um, online parties and how really she felt like she had grown her entire business by doing online parties. So so, you know, she started with, let's just say her sister as her first hostess, and then her sister's best friend from college had a party, and that introduced her to her sister's friend's sister-in-law, who then had a party, and like she can almost name the, what I'm going to call like family tree or the path to friendship to just about all the people who are in her VIP group. Now, people have found her elsewhere, this event or that event, um, all of that but basically she um you know said that online parties was her bread and butter and she had kind of gotten away from it and she was going to start that up again to again hopefully because all of our goals right now with LuLaRoe should be to find new customers and that makes sense because you need new customers not only new to you customers yeah and hopefully there's some of those out there that are just trying to find reps in LuLaRoe retailers to go to and kind of like when we did the fair a lot of them said I thought LuLaRoe was gone because they thought their local person went away and they didn't know how to find anybody else right so hopefully LuLaRoe will build back into where they were doing some of those promotional spots and they'll do some more of that for um, those customers to find other LuLaRoe retailers yeah hey we're still here 
Like we still exist, you know, just to maybe have these people who already love the product realize that they don't just have to buy it on like Mercari or something. I don't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> or so, eBay. But also looking for, again, new to LuLaRoe customers because we know even at the height of LuLaRoe, there was not the entire population touched. Yeah, that, even, that knew about it. Not or, even yeah, had touched a piece 75% of, percent of them. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, what, what greater endorsement is it for you is if one of your friends or VIPs was like, yeah, I'll host a party. And then they invite their friends to that party, basically saying like, yeah, shop with my friend, Jill, with my retailer, Jill, you know, she's great. Um, and then hopefully they join and shop more after that. And, you know, we are getting into, you know, gift giving season, whatever. And I have seen a lot of kind of pushes online promoting people to shop. Um, basically small, I'm going to call right. it shop small. Like, you know, why would you go and find a shirt for your mother-in-law on Amazon if you didn't want to leave the house when you could get probably a better quality shirt from somebody like us selling, you know. Or makeup at Sephora when you could support your lip sense gal or, right. or body, body, shop. body shop. Right. right. <laughs> so um, anyway, so that was number one. The next person um, talked, um, it was really an interesting talk, something that um, I hadn't thought much about. Um, about kind of what I'm going to call having your own personal brand ambassadors. And um, basically the kind of highlight of that was, you know, we all have VIPs, hopefully, um, who enjoy posting photos in the group wearing their, their new LuLaRoe. That's great. Um, I know personally I've seen that tick down since Corona because, again, I think um, everybody's at home and they're like, well, I used to take a bathroom selfie at work every day to right. show you my or cute outfit. Like, should I show you my leggings that I'm wearing yeah, my today? Leggings I'm my wearing leggings. leggings every single day right so um but anyway so what they said was is if you have like your really good vips you know who always shop from you and support you and, and are comfortable posting pictures that you know you should say hey i would like you to be my brand ambassador this month and you know i'm gonna send you one or two of the new styles i get and all i need you to do to earn this free piece of clothing basically is to number one take a couple awesome photos in it Number two, post it to my VIP group saying, you know, thanks so much, Jill. I love this new Mariah because of X, Y, and Z. But you also need them to post it on their personal page and tag your business page in it and say, I got this amazing Mariah sweater from LuLaRoe with Jill Nelson. And if you want awesome sweaters like this, she's got tons in stock. Like you should, you know, Hit her go, go follow her page or shopjillybean.com or whatever. And hopefully they maybe also have Instagram where people follow them there. And if they do the same thing there and then either tag your Instagram account or share your shopping group page or, you know, your, right. like I said, like me, I've got shopjillybean.com and they can join. Tag, tag wherever you are active. If you are not active on Instagram, then they can post it on Instagram. That's fine. But you know, it'd be more important for them to put it, put it on Facebook where you're active. Right. Or, or to tagging. do all the things because again, they can always tag your website. Right. Shopchillybean.com. They can find my shopping, my VIP, right. my business page. As long like, as wherever they're posting, they can link back right. to, to where you need them to be. Yeah. And uh, just an update on the grandbaby situation. Max has passed out. I'm sorry. James has passed out. Max is now awake and he's having happy fun time in his jumper So if you're hearing happy baby sounds, that is Mr. Max. Round two. So, yeah. Round three or three, I so, guess. Switch them out. Switch them out. So, okay. Um, and then the third person um, was talking. Uh, I'm actually trying to remember um, what the third one was about. I want to say it was about 
products and um, combining new and old products and... Um, Was it the style boxes? Um, yes. Now, now that you say that, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. And um, about... I remember way, you telling yeah. me something about style boxes. Again, ways to get these new styles because there are so many new styles and I think that some of our girls are hesitant because they're coming at us so fast and furious. So And they're coming um, at a time that people aren't getting out and going over to retailers to try them on and do right. a lot of pictures and... And things that were normal in the past. Right. So here's the idea for style boxes. And there were a couple of different um, ideas or ways that it was kind of talked about. But, um, you know, basically they said you're going to hopefully get some sales from it. Um, in the end, you might break even from a situation like this. But basically, um, it's, you know, kind of like we've also heard the term like U plus two. Um, so basically, you get one of your VIPs and them to have two local friends. Um in the first scenario, two local friends. And what you will do is you will get them to fill out a Google Doc with all of their sizes and colors they like or patterns they like. Like I'm an Aztec person, I like tie-dye. Um, you're gonna get, um, if they know LuLaRoe, like some of the styles that they already like. And then you're gonna put together an individualized bag of product for each person. And it would be good, again, if you had a FedEx account for this, because it's gonna take a big box to send it out. So what you're gonna do is- So um, think of this in two ways. There's a local way to do it. Right. And then there is a more virtual way to do it. Right, well, yeah. But local to your hostess is what I'm gonna call it. Yes. Like if she lives in, you know, we're in Arizona, and this right. person is in Wisconsin, that's okay. But I'm saying that there's a way that you can do this locally to you too. Oh yeah, I mean, there's no reason why if your person is local to you, you can't have this big box with three bags of clothes for your friends I'm just, on your porch and they pick it up, yeah. Or just go to their house and drop it off or... Sure, sure, sure. Whatever, yeah. yeah. But basically what you do is you get them fill out this Google Doc. You're gonna create three bags of potential products for those three women who are gonna be at this try-on party. And then you're gonna send it off to them. And again, hopefully it's a VIP you know. I would start with VIPs you know that you know you're gonna trust to send the product that they don't want back. Um, you're gonna create a label to return it to you and put that also in the box. So that box is just coming back to you, just less what they decide to keep basically. Um, so you send it out to them and then you have them try the things on, take pictures of themselves in the outfit. Maybe if you want, post it to your VIP group or whatever, but they're gonna decide what they want out of those style boxes. Because the point is to get some interaction and show the other people how great it can be to do something like this. Okay, right. so then hopefully, you know, you send maybe six or eight pieces for each person. Maybe they choose to keep two or three, hopefully more. Whatever they don't want, they just put it all back in the box, seal it up with tape. You've already provided the label. They send it back to you and you invoice for what they decided to keep. Okay, now again, um, FedEx, we're probably gonna talk 10, 12 bucks to send a box like this out. It's gonna cost you 10, 12 bucks to send it back. Um, so hopefully there's a little bit of profit in it. Hopefully you get you know the remainder back, which again is starting with especially people you know and trust. Um, so that's the distance version. Another version would be if let's say said hostess friend lives in Wisconsin, but then she's got a friend in Pennsylvania and then they've got another friend in Florida. So you're gonna send out probably now either a regional A or medium boxes with you know, five to seven to eight styles um, to each individual person. And then you set up a Zoom call where they can all meet virtually at a time that works for everybody and try on the different things and show each other and you're there too and oh, that looks great or I like that fit on you. Now, I really like this style of shirt, Jill, but this pattern, really not my jam. Can you show me what else you have? Because now I'm on a virtual call with them right. and I can be like, well, let me show you. Or let's say I really love this, Christy. I want 
at least one or two more. That was the style I liked the best. Well, let me show you. Okay, so then again, you're going to send three prepaid labels back to them. They're going right. to send back what they don't want. And if they bought anything else, obviously you'd send that out. So anyways, um, the other way is like Tracy's so, yeah, a local. little bit like the style. Yeah, like a stitch fix, stitch fix right. or something like that, right? Stitch fix boxes. Okay, so those are the three kind of things that we talked about. Um, we had kind of an open chat session kind of between the second and third presenter where we just kind of talked about things and we shared our names and our locations. And um, if we were open at this point in time to um, doing uh, takeovers in person, like I guess I allow people to come or yes, I go to takeovers or I do both. Um, oh, I was also going to tell you too, you know, the guidelines were all set up about like wear your mask everybody's six feet apart like it's going to be grand we walked in there and the mask started to come off so fast for those that were comfortable nobody was you know justin came up to me and he was like hey good to see you he's like are you elbow bumping are you high-fiving and i was like i'm a hugger if you're a hugger and he's like i'm a hugger so like we hugged and it was kind of good to be back with retailers and people you know retailers i hadn't seen in a while who i used to take over you know once a month or whatever and kind of reconnect and are you guys comfortable now and how are we all feeling and you know there was a couple people who kept masks on the whole time um all the chairs were six feet apart so everybody could kind of gauge at their own comfort level um and i thought that part of it was great and i can't tell you how great it did feel to be back in a room with like-minded you know people in this kind of same situation and um you know uh, me feeling a bit on the struggle bus lately there were several people who expressed um that things they were, were on the bus all, with you. yes yeah that that the, it's not just you there are a lot of seats on the bus and you're not the only one sitting in them right exactly you're yeah. not alone that i mean a lot of people are feeling the struggle yeah. the struggle right now with the way things are going so um that was reach Right. That was Reach. Or Lift. Was it no, reach? it was Reach. It was called Reach. It was reach called Reach, yeah. Okay. We kept wanting to call it Lift, but it's Reach. <clears throat> so um, let me go to the next step and say that a couple of days after the... I, I mean, I'm super glad that I went. Um, I, you know, it was good to reconnect. Um, and then a couple of days later, I did get a call from home office asking me, uh, you went to Reach? I said, yes. Um, can you tell us um, your thoughts? You know, yeah, so I kind of said a lot of what I just said. You know, I really enjoyed being back in a room with people. Like after convention was canceled, we knew leadership was going to be virtual. It was kind of nice to be in a place, you know, and connect um, with retailers again because, you know, with LuLaRoe, we know we always do work alone, but we have all kind of built tribes up around us and they've had to be a lot more virtual. But, you know, no matter where you work, there is connection with people and we can feel isolated if we don't find a way right. to connect with people. And there's no denying that a lot of the message groups out there and, and that everything seems to have a bit of a negative tone right now. Or, so it was, or it's fallen away. You know, yeah. the people are so busy focusing on getting work done that they don't have time yeah, our to, team page is to, like to be in, in there. Um, you know, that that's another story because that went away a long time before COVID came around. But I think a lot of the other things like the groups where people would get together and do swaps and, and set up takeovers and all of that. And there would be chatter going on in there. Yeah. Those have died down because right. of the situation. And so, yeah, everybody's just kind of, we're like floating plasmas out right. like jellyfish. <laughs> yeah. You just float where the, where yeah. the ocean takes you. So, um, anyways, but home office did ask me, um, you know, is there any feedback you could give on things that we could improve? And I said, well, if I'm to be completely honest, yes. Um, the LuLaRoe as in home office portion of the training 
was very, very surface level basis of the business type of instruction. Like I said, we went through the LuLaRoe um, motto. I, I, I keep forgetting. Uh, mission. mission. Mission statement. I keep forgetting the term. Um, we went through the LuLaRoe mission statement. And, you know, somebody who's been a retailer for three and a half years, um, you know, you get that at every event you go to. I think at this point with so much going on and so much uncertainty in the world, um, I was hoping for a little bit more transparency, a little bit more excitement about what's coming up. I mean, I don't even care if they said, guys, there's four styles in the Christmas collection and the holiday collection. I, we can't tell you what they are, but there's four and they're good. They're, you know what I, I, I just, I was hoping for a little more hype, a little more, um, you know, I mean, I, I came to a LuLaRoe event, not that I want like all the secrets, but I was hoping there to be some sort of payoff for or spending my time to go. Some yeah. information from the, some the inside, actual source. Right. Because I mean, we all have the opportunity to listen to Home Office Call every Wednesday. And um, again, I think that there are things that we're all kind of hoping right now that there be a little bit more transparency about um, that there's kind of not. Uh, so I did express that the training was all amazing. But if one of the local trainers or mentors or coaches around here in Phoenix had said, hey, COVID has been really tough. I'm going to rent out a space at the local hotel and I'm going to invite any local retailer to come or I'm going to say we're all going to meet outside at this coffee shop that has a great outdoor seating area or whatever so we can all just connect and maybe we'll talk about a few things. Um, I feel like all the information I got was from the local retailers um, and LuLaRoe facilitated that meeting, which was great, but I was personally hoping to get a hair more right. from the home office side of things. So Makes I, sense. Um, again, I definitely am glad that I went but was hoping from the well organizational like, like side we said, we'd get a little more. For for months now is we're kinda hoping for somebody from home office to say we understand that this has actually ravaged some of your businesses. Yes. Not my business is booming because you've always got the ones that come out of the woodwork. That's my best month ever. This is the best thing I've ever done in my life. I mean, this and we time, have a friend. Thank, he thank yeah. heavens for COVID because this has just rejuvenated everything. I but nobody's addressing the fact and and the that it's not that way for the majority. And the majority, unfortunately, when they go to say something, get smacked back by those that are doing better or the few that are having a lot of success and they kind of get pushed back and smacked back and said, what you're saying is wrong because it's not, that's not what I'm seeing here. Right. And, but we know because we've talked to enough of them and maybe majority is the wrong word, maybe 50%. I don't know what, what it is, but I know it's gotta be at least that, 50 though, at least that I'm not talking to 10 people and hearing, um, cause again, more, in our than, circle. more than one at a time out of 10 that is saying, Right. I, I'm doing great. We Things have are great. one we have one retailer friend I would consider a close friend who does not live in state and I know that her business is 
rocking right now. And well, and we do. I am so 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 happy for her. Yeah. And um, all I can say is, is she started ramping her business in the right time, and it has just continued. And she's doing it through the right COVID. way. Now, she's a yes. great retailer. She takes care of her customers. A million percent. She listens to the podcast. You know who you're talking. We're talking about. Yeah, we love about you. you. Um, but we also have a local friend who is doing great. She's still on her path that by the end of the year, she thinks she's going to be cruise qualified. She's stressed about launches. She's stressed about getting the things out. So I think her level of, while her sales are doing okay, her level of stress has tripled. Um, But she has a Lula baby that it is her best year ever because she lived in a small place in Alaska where now a bunch of stuff wasn't getting to. And she was able to provide things that other people couldn't get during this time. And her day job got got cut right. for so a, a period of time. So somebody who maybe was only doing it part-time is now working it full-time. And right. like you said, in a situation where local people are coming out of the woodwork because if they wanted something new and cozy and comfy and whatever, there's not a lot of opportunities where, the, where she, she was. Yeah, so there so, are circumstances yes. where we understand yes. that but, it has worked. And I'm not going to take away from the fact oh, no. that COVID brought into perspective so many things and magnified different things and changed things and some people it made made this decision and this thing and they said you know what i'm really gonna put 300 percent over here for the first time or or again yes or whatever and then things changed and they they did well i'm not taking that away from anybody no but i think for home office to not realize that just adding glaze on a dry donut over and over and over doesn't make the donut any better Right. It just makes it covered in this sticky, thick, syrupy stuff that now people are looking at going, I don't even believe the donut's good anymore. Right. Because I, you put so much or, sugar on it. I don't it. even believe the donut is there. Right. I don't, I'm not even sure. I'm not sure the I'm donut's not sure. there. I'm not I'm, sure it's a donut. Yeah. I'm not quite sure it's a donut. It's a petrified <laughs> pastry of some sort, but I don't know you can even it's call a pie, it a donut. It's a pile of frosting. The, these, this is how my sure. mind works, is in these, <laughs> these pictures of in things. In snack form. <laughs> but um, I just, that's what I think was missing once those weekly kind of COVID or daily kind of check-in yes. and I don't think we needed them daily but eventually what when they came back to doing meetings it was like okay it's gone now that we don't have to worry about the warehouse being open or, or being yeah. closed anymore that's all we're past that so we're just back to business as normal but business was not as normal right Lula Rose job of buying things and turning around and selling this may have been normal, but everybody past the retailers as the customer, their lives were not normal anymore. Right. Whether you thrived in the, the abnormality or you didn't is completely irrelevant at this point. The, the difference is continuing to act like everything's normal, yes. even though you say in these unprecedented times, in these trying times and all, even though you may say those words, you are acting like everything was the same. And I think that's where I, you know, you kept waiting. Like, are they going to address it today? Are they going to ma- yes. mention? Something's got to be said, right? Is, is Are they going to talk it at Vision? And I didn't hear it at Vision. No. Are we going to talk at Leadership? And No. So that's kind of where, oh, where I was coming. He is excited going. about it. So that's where, you know, my thought was is, we need to scrape off some of the glaze, and can we discuss the dry donut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the elephant in the room. Yeah. That. Can we get a new donut? <laughs> yeah. Well, 
that could be a little bit of the problem because now you know what what is causing causing some of the I mean, there's a million things. This is the scenario that I often say, okay? Um, my business is half or less of what it was a year ago at this time. <laughs> we had no fair. I can't take October into account. Yeah, but, let's not um, talk about October <laughs> because they canceled the state fair, which was a big, big thing for us. So. Right. But so, yeah, taking that out of it, because obviously that, that was a huge deal for us too. But um, there's, there's three places that you can, in general, point blame as to the... Lack of sales for my business, okay? I can point the finger at my customers, but not knowing all of their individual stories, have hours been cut back? Have their pay been cut? We have know they that. been laid we off? We know have, you know, that yes. our customers have ha had all of these because right. they told us. Right. Oh, yes. Right. So but there are some that we don't. Right. There are people who just kind of fell away or people but who I became think that, silent. And I think that is normal. I think attrition is normal. People flex in, people flex out. That happened even for... Corona. Oh yeah, yeah. We had yeah. people that were like, "You were buying, you know, eight nine pieces a month, and then all of a sudden, I, I saw you like three months later, one time, and then gone." And right. it's because they maybe find other retailers. They go, "Oh, I have got a problem. I've got too many leggings." Sure. So, but I think again, there's there's again uh, things that again, if you're pointing the finger and blaming your customer, which blame is the wrong word in this particular scenario, I'm about to say, but um, if everybody is sitting on their couches or working from home, they're not like, God, I really like a new olive top to go to work in tomorrow. I mean, they get a new olive top, and maybe their husband notices or doesn't. You know, and right? I th I think Max the first too. the first few weeks, even the first month, yes, of the quarantining and the shutdowns and all of that, people were still buying because everybody thought it was going to end. Right. After a month yes. or six weeks. And we're going to be back to normal by summer. Right. Remember? So yeah. people were still buying. But at some point, they had to look around and say, I've got $10. Right. Do I put $10 towards, and I, I know, okay, say $25. $25 towards the leggings? Yeah. Or do I take my $25 and hold on to it? Because I, I have seen people get laid off. Yes. Things still aren't moving in the right direction. What if I ended up laid off? I better keep my $25 because I still do have some leggings. It's not like yeah, I have no pants. And I'm just at home so I can do laundry. <laughs> you know, so those, were, those decisions are what every person is facing when they're looking at buying something that at this point, for the majority of the people, has not become a necessity. We are right. not selling underwear. We are not selling socks. We are not selling... This will get to your next point. We are not selling kids' clothes right. that kids grow out of, that they must have new clothes, that they play in the dirt, that they must be getting ready, hopefully, to go to school yep. and we can provide them clothes. We don't sell onesies. We don't sell those things. We sell nice women's clothes that are comfortable. Yeah. And the majority of people, if they had to sit around in their house doing nothing, have some sort of shirt and pants that they can put on their body. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I'm and, not saying I'm not taking anything away from Lularoe there. I'm just saying that we no, are not that's a, truth. a basic and, necessity okay. in so much as yes, you you need clothes. You yes. can't run around naked, but the majority of households in the United States that are shopping on the internet have a shirt and a pair of pants. Right. For more than 30 this. days. I just got <laughs> I just got Mariah yesterday. 
And I said to you when I walked in your house today, I said, hey, Foo, I said, I thought about bringing that pumpkin-y orange Mariah for you to look at and try on because I totally thought it screams amazing. And Tracy made the comment. She's like, do you know how many sweaters I have up in my closet from when I lived in Idaho and used to wear sweaters all the time? And now we live in Arizona and I wear sweaters five times ever. And I probably really don't need more sweaters. So I understand that. And I kind of knew that, which is why I didn't bring a Mariah. But let's talk about the part of that statement that is the most weighted from when I lived in Idaho. Foo, when did you move to Arizona? 11 years ago. You still have sweaters from that you wore and owned in Idaho 11 years ago in your because closet. Because a chunky and that's what oversized do. giant sweater is a chunky oversized giant sweater. And now, literally, that I'm in Arizona, I need that maybe two days out of the whole year in Arizona. Yeah, so I legit kept... Five that were either sentimental to me or my very, very favorite cozy. And every other one I donated because I figured at least if I got them to Salvation Army or whatever, yes. they could get them up to people in Flagstaff. They could get them over to yeah. Colorado, you know, because they move right. stuff around. But here's my point. Most adults do that. Yeah. I can tell you this. I have not worked in an office where I was required to wear dress pants since 2010 because 2010 is when Tori was born and that was the last office job I had where I wore work pants. My job after that allowed us to wear jeans every day as long as we wore a nice top with it. And my job after that, it was the same. So two jobs that I've had since 2010. When I started at University of Phoenix, we had to wear dress casual. So I had to wear slacks or pants or whatever. When I started Um, at UOP. um, They had already been jeans. It had already been, because I could wear jeans and Randy. Okay. We wear Carly and leggings. I know that by the time, the time we, we were laid off. Um, My my job before that at Cars Arrive, we could wear nice jeans as long as they weren't holy every single day with a nice top. No t-shirts. T-shirts were Friday. But, you know, if I had an olive or, um, you know, even a Randy or a perfect or definitely Valentina, that definitely would have been okay. So I was just looking in my closet the other day because, again, my closet is full. I still have 10 pair of dress pants that have been moved there all the way back into the corner of my long Uh hanging area that are still there. Because I was like, I don't know when I'm going to get a job again where I might need these. And old Amy doesn't have and the same we, type of pants we anymore. We probably like would have traded those out had LuLaRoe ever provided dress pants. I mean, oh, because yes. legit, Jill and I, as things came out, we were like, trade now, trade now. Yep. Once, now, I, once I they got this, the Ambers, I, I cleared this, out like, some of my like Arizona One rack that and, might have two-thirds on it in my closet, you know, like of a double rack of stuff. But we're talking my shirts from Disney Parks. Yeah. Race shirts. I have um, some of just my favorite, like flannel tops yep. or whatever. That, things that we've never had anything like with Lularoe. Yep. So there, I needed it. I, yep. I can't. Or like you said, Disney eating. hoodies, Disney spirit jerseys. Yes, all you know, of those. a lot of our Disney type things, or or like you said, sentimental. You did a race, you got a T-shirt right. somewhere, whatever. So point being, though, is that they are all still there from 10 years ago and mm-hmm. I haven't needed them but they're there and I think that my point to all of that is is I'm sure majority of our VIPs are the same way they could probably because unless they've lost a lot of weight or gained a lot of weight which COVID may have done for people um there you know my mom my mom all the time I'll be like oh my gosh mom I was looking through pictures of when Tori was born and you were wearing that shirt she still wears that shirt in her rotation and it is 10 years later that's us so right. I think again unless you know, they're not going anywhere new. What is in their closet is fine. I think right. that is like, class less People shopping. weren't going off to weddings. They weren't <laughs> going to graduations. You weren't going to baby showers. You weren't going to birthday parties. You weren't going or, to yeah. Vegas with the girls. 
you you know, there was nowhere to get that really fun live with the saying on it. You're like, yeah, I could get it, but where am I going to wear it? You know, by the time I get it, summer will be over, but the rodeo will be over. The, yeah. you know, the, the moments pass. Yeah. And I'm not saying that anybody's doing anything wrong. I think that even Targets and Walmarts and other places probably took that same hit because people were going in there to get their groceries and go I mean, go I will home. tell you, I had to shop for Tori back to school. She's got a plethora of lives, but she was looking for some more. Gosh, she might like this, the new Deborah we got. It's a little bit longer sleeve for her. But anyway, she was looking for something kind of peasant toppy. It's kind of cute and trendy right now. She had one and she wanted more. Anyways, I took her shopping at Old Navy. And um, Old Navy legit, and I know they often have sales. It's kind of like my dad always jokes about Kohl's. My dad's like, if you ever pay for something full price at Kohl's, like you're a moron because <laughs> there's always a 10, 15, 20, 30% coupon out there on right. top of the 50% off everything in the right. store. Like, But then that's the way it was. I keep seeing ads for Old Navy, like 50% off everything. And I'm like, even there, just trying to keep things moving. you know. So um, back to the whole point, down that tangent hole, we can't quite blame our customers for the state that we are in. We're not because, going to blame you know, them. Yeah, no, 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 of course not. Okay. So who's the next person you can blame? Um, I'm going to start with the second option as being myself. Okay. And I will take some blame onto what has happened with my business because lack of sales has made my enjoyment of doing my job less exciting, less desirable. Well, and I, I don't, I'm going to put it this way. If you are going live for two hours and you sell one thing or two things, the problem is you have worked at a level of excitement and energy for two hours that is exhausting. We have said live sales, if done right, you should be tired. It should yeah. be like you worked out. Right. So once you are done with those and you've sold two things, you are tired. The problem is when you don't have the sales coming during those two hours, you're not getting the dopamine hit. Right. That's boosting you back up and giving you that re, right. re, re boost of energy the whole way through the thing. Right. Because I'll tell you, when we were doing four hours yeah. of blowout sales, even though we were doing that at the beginning, and when we talked blowout sales, we were selling a lot of things for $10. I think we talked about it. But we were talking old Irma's yeah. from like onboarding four right. years ago and Julia's and, and things that were, you know, around right. a long time. They needed to move because we li literally had no space left to bring another item into our room. Right. But I mean, you know, there were there were last day of the month sales where I was but trying to saying, meet some big sales even at the I mean, $10, there were reasons we really pushed. There's right. that hit because people are buying and they're great grabbing it. You got it. I'll put your name on the thing. Right. You know, just all of that right. is um keeps you going. It boosts you up and keeps them right. the momentum. Right. And I'll tell you that, you know, like yesterday, I went live with my Mariah's and I am super excited about Mariah. Now, the Book of Faces has been having many issues. I tried to go live with Mariah two days ago, and every time I went live, it wasn't going to my page. And even once I was done, like I tried recording a 30-minute live talking to myself and post it to my page, and only nine seconds posted, and it was the last nine seconds. So um, I could not go live two days ago. I ended up finding out that if I went live through StreamYard that that worked, but then the screen was the wrong way for me to show my stuff for my setup. It was just, it was a mess. So yesterday I tried to do it again, and yesterday I was having connection issues, you know, but um, I did not sell one. And I, I stink and love these sweaters. And my girls all, when I started talking about it, when we knew about it after convention and when I knew it was coming, I was like, this chunky sweater, this sweater, we don't have a sweater. We've all wanted like 
sweater Lene's and we all love the sweater Elizabeth's and oh my gosh, this is going to be an awesome sweater. And um, so take the Facebook issues aside. Um, I can talk about other sales too, where again, I've gone live. I'm talking about sizing. Um, I'm trying different things on. Um, I'm showing all the things that I got that are new and the comments are even like pulling teeth. And I'm not even saying like, what do you want me to show you? Like, you know, even somebody being like, oh, that's a pretty color or, oh, I like that print. Like I have 15 to 18 people like, watching me. Do you like your child? And people are like, no, I'm not gonna crickets, answer that. I'm crickets. not gonna answer it. You know, so it makes me wonder. Max has things to say about it too. Yeah, um, he's upset about it. But it makes me wonder if people are now watching me while doing other things, whether they're cooking, whether they're with their family, they're whether they're homeschooling. And part of it, because they don't want you to feel like nobody's there, nobody's watching. They're like, we, we love you, Joe. Yeah. We want to be here. But again, when they can't justify. But when I pull. I think sometimes yeah. they think, I shouldn't say anything if I'm not going to be requesting stuff. Yeah, or, I mean, but, yeah, so I am planning to go live in my group and kind of talk about that and say, um, here's how I've noticed in the last six months things are changed, have changed. So I want to go live and I want to just ask them, um, if you're watching me, please engage. Know that I never expect you to buy anything, um, but it has been harder for me to go live for any length of time when I constantly feel like I'm talking to myself. And we, we discussed that. We kind of know that the algorithm also, when people are just there and nobody's commenting, right. says, oh, this isn't worth showing out. Nobody wants to be there. Right. And so I mean, it, when, again, it hurts. When there's 15 people staring at my face <laughs> and I say like, you know, hey, what's your favorite type of ice cream? Just to try to get a comment and not one person responds to it or one person does it be like thank you lana for telling me pistachio was your favorite i really appreciate that you know and and, and and i don't know what's worse and max knows what's worse um i don't know what's worse having the number zero there so i know i'm talking to nobody or having the number 15 there and nobody's saying anything to me so i feel like they're all just waiting for me to fall down or I think drool the zero, or the zero is easier for me because I got I get that a lot when I was doing the like 10 minute lives because yeah. people I wasn't sending out a text alert or anything I was just going live and then posting it and so I li literally was talking to no nobody but I kind of like that because at least I feel like I'm giving all the information in a great positive way so the replay viewers can see it and so I feel like I'm fully invested at a hundred percent and I don't have to but where, because of conversation and because the longer lives, I think, gave opportunity for other people to jump in. Oh, Jill is still live. I'll go check it out or whatever. Um, I think that that helped. But now, 30, 45 minutes in, once I've showed my new Mariahs and I'm like, well, does anybody want to see anything else? Could I pair some awesome solid leggings with these Mariahs so you can see them? Is anybody interested maybe in the Debras I got the other day? Hey, guys, I'll blow out my Halloween right now if anybody wants these leggings, you know? Um, just, and then it's like crickets will be like, well, uh, oh, okay, then I'll, I'll just leave this up for replay viewers and I'm going to go post all these on my sonlet right now. So if you go to shopjellybean.com, you can check out all my Mariahs that are available right now. And if you grab it on sonlet, I'm going to send you an invoice like I always do. Um, and then we'll send them on out to you as soon as you pay. So I kind of try to wrap it up that way, but sometimes like 45 minutes, an hour into my live, I'm done because... 
I don't know what else to do because nobody was asking to see a size again. Nobody was asking to see anything else where I used to be live for two and a half, three hours easy. And now I feel like I gave it my all after about an hour. And, you know, and again, that's where I say I could point the blame at myself and say, did I give up? Did I give up too early? Should I maybe have reshared at the hour mark and said, let's go through them again? But there's part of me that wonders if my replay viewers look at an hour live and be like, oh, you know, I could probably zoom through that and, and see what I want to see. But if I'm live for two or three hours, that's probably way more intimidating of what could she possibly have done for two hours unless they're putting me on in the background while they're folding laundry or something, you know, my replays. Right, and so, then they, it's like they just suddenly hear something and they spring to life and run over right. to Right, well, and that's what I out. wonder what happens sometimes when I am live. So the thing is, is I've tried to consciously be live at least an hour, hoping that that would give people time to jump in or, hey, I missed that size or, hey, you know, are you going to show through them again and, and whatever. But, I mean, the Book of Faces has had trouble the last two days. But nonetheless, um, that leads up to the second place that you can point blame, which is there. And, again, I will, I will take some ownership for myself in the fact that, after I've had two days of really bad lives on day three, when I have no new product, I'm not going to a takeover. Is there any real motivation for me to go and show it one more time after people didn't want it for the first two days? I mean, that that defeats me and I'm allowing myself to feel defeated by that. And it it ruins a bit of my motivation. So I'll take a day off or I'll Maybe I won't take, I'll take a day off from lives, but maybe what I'll do is I'll go to the wholesale groups and I'll be like, hey, let me see what Mackenzie's I could grab for wholesale right now and I'll grab a couple of every size. Or I did it with Amber's the other day. I was like, let me grab, you know, three or four Amber's of every size that I like and drop them on my wall and, you know, borrowed beauties who need some ambers and you know i might go live for five minutes and be like hey i just dropped some amber borrowed beauties if if you see one you like but it's not in your size let me know i'll try to find it for you you know i've definitely been doing more hunting but um yeah it's it's just the motivation when things are not going as well as you'd like them to um definitely takes a hit on you personally especially when we're in month, month six of of that you know so that's number two. Yeah. All right. It, it, it's just, yeah, it's been, like I said, it's been the longest five years of 2020 ever. Right. Um, so then the third place that you can place blame is LuLaRoe. They are our wholesaler. And um, I definitely think that there are um, some ways that they've kind of changed and altered the business um, in the last 18 to 24 months um, that has really affected um, how we are running our business. And, you know, Tracy keeps using the term, and I've used it many times um, since I've heard you say it, but um, the COVID times or the quarantine times has put a magnifying glass on some things that were an issue before, but we kind of worked around. But now under the COVID lens, um, it's standing out a the bit work more. The problem was a lot of the workarounds couldn't work anymore. Right. If we weren't able to get every launch, what did we do? We went and took over people who were able to get that launch. So hopefully we could provide that to some of or our if, people. Or if we got lives and somebody else got lives after seven days or whatever with them, we would swap lives with each other and then 
2020 has really brought about smaller batches right in LuLaRoe so there is no point to trade with somebody unless you're gonna legit trade one size like hey I need the pancake in large and you need the pizza in medium right I have that let's walk right and there are those you know like I know in the cruise groups you know every time there's a new product launch um, they post it and this is a legit swap post where you must have one to get one legit swaps have become like ruthless, like poker games of trading. It's like under the table. Like I'm gonna yeah. slide this to you, and you slide it to I'll people give you to the one left. One thankful pumpkin for two. You do you boo long sleeve Hudsons, and we're gonna wash it out as an even trade. I mean, just what? to get what you need, yeah, to sell. It's it's been crazy, and I understand why people are doing it because they're like, I can't let go of the two things I got from my thirty prints yeah. that somebody wants specifically that right I, I need them as leverage to get the same thing back I, right, right. I get it it makes yeah. sense but I mean I'll be honest I did that when I had shorts because I had one pair of 40 shorts that kind of hung out and hung out and hung out and I desperately needed a pair of 32 which you think wouldn't be that hard but that seems to be the common you know 30 32 common size um so I posted and was like you know this is what I need or maybe I needed an even larger pair maybe I needed like a 44 and I had a 40 and then people would be like you know I need your 40 I need your 40 I'm sure you do but I'm really sorry because I know that I'm not going to get 44 without something valuable to trade for it so here we are anyways and so again I'll, I'll admit to that too we have now taken a tiny break to give Max some snacks, so hopefully we don't have <laughs> the ghost movie. baby Godzilla <laughs> rolling around in the background. <laughs> he seriously had a truck in his hand, holding it over his head, going, Aah. Yeah, walking around in his walker. So, but again, <laughs> welcome to my house. So you want to know why you haven't had more podcasts? Because we can't promise as good a quality as this every time. <laughs> or maybe we can. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you can believe it or not, this is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Compared so, to the no normal noise level, yeah, I know because I talk to you on the phone all the time. Oh yes, you do. So, so yeah. you hear it. You hear the crazy. Yeah, but anyway, so um, something else that I think um has caused a struggle for our customers, which again we're talking about, like where where do we point blame for all of this? And I I think um you know again maybe blame is a hard word, but I think that there are a lot of factors causing um the current state that we are in right now. And um, maybe it isn't blame. It's just people change said, and people blame. do things differently. But unfortunately, some things have caused a ripple effect that whether you planned it or not, I, I don't know, but or planned for it or not, we don't know, but there should have been some plans. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, there's no denying the fact that when we joined LuLaRoe three and a half years ago, one of the cool things about the company that we thought is, yes, we don't get to pick our prints, but there are so many prints and so many varieties that you could order Randy's today, tomorrow, and the next day and get three completely different boxes. You might get a double in a print in a different size or something else. But um, when I got my Mariah's yesterday, there was one particular print that I had in small, medium, I'm sorry, medium, large, extra large, and 3XL. 
So I got four of that print. And then, you know, there were some other things. Now, the lucky part about this batch that I will be thankful for is that I ordered five or six per size. I did not get one double in this batch, but um, I ordered Cozy Crystal about a week ago. And in 2XL, I ordered six and I, I'm sorry, I ordered five, five 2XL Cozy Crystals. And I got two of one print, two of another print, and one of one print. So legit, I got three prints out of the five that I bought. So curation seems to be a bit of a struggle, and I've seen many. Well, posts it's harder to curate there. less prints too. Yeah. So, but if there's ten prints in a collection, <coughs> and I order five, I mean, Mark has kind of said before that. Um, five is kind of that magic number. If you order over five, you can expect to get doubles, but I would guess if there are 10 prints and I ordered five, I should probably be able to get five different prints. You were getting doubles in the same size? I, what I just said is, is I, oh, okay. in 2XL, I bought five oh, and right. I had three prints. Okay, that's right. So there were two of the black with gray cheetah, there was two of the like brush strokey blue and aqua, and then there was one solid black. Um, okay. They're not bad. I'm not it just saying doesn't they're not give a bad, lot of but my 2XL girls, if I had a pre-order for 2XL and I said, I got five coming, so I'm going to give them a decent variety, they really only had three to choose from. And let's say some, let's say I had two girls pre-order. One person gets three prints. If they choose the one that was a single, the next person to pick only has two choices right. because technically there are four left, but there's two doubles. Um, you know, which again, it, it makes those choices harder. And I think one of the things that drove our businesses back in the day was that scarcity model, that scarcity mindset. And if my 2XL girls saw five prints, and they knew that there was one that they had to have, they better jump on it because if it's gone, it's gone. But if they like that black and gray cheetah print and saw that I had two of them, now their urgency level has dropped because even if one of them sold, there's another one sitting there. They could take a couple days right. to think about but it. In the field as a whole, customers now know they don't have to take anything that isn't the exact perfect thing that they want. Right. Because they don't have to size up go. one, size down one, because they're going to pay the same price from me, from Tracy, from Lisa, from and Mega you know, Multi. I, and I say, I'm going to say that have. loosely. They'll pay the same price because chances are there's somebody else within days of getting it selling it for less. Or offering free shipping or... Yeah, or something. Right. So in a time And again, where, I'm not going to hold that against anybody. Everybody's trying to make money... Whatever they can do In right the situation, now. whatever they can do, and I'm not taking that away from anybody the way that they choose to do it. It just makes it harder. Yeah. For everybody. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and then I think um, all of the styles coming out right now, just the, the mass quantity of new styles, we've said it before, I think that makes it hard for our customers because I'll tell you, I... I put my full weight behind Mariah and I say full weight because it was a pricey order because they are a $50 retail product. Um, me buying five of every size cost me almost a thousand dollars. Um, so you know, the smaller sizes, I got a few less than five, but, um, that is a huge order. And when my girls are saying, did you get Jana? Did you get Gabby? Did you get the new Deborah? Did you get the restock of Elizabeth? 
Um, you know, maybe they don't know it's a restock, but you know, they see people live with the new, new Elizabeth. Elizabeth. They just call it the new. Right. We call it a restock. But when my girls are like, you know, I have people sending me pictures saying, Hey, did you get Elizabeth? I'm looking for this one. Um, and then I say, no, I got Mariah. Like that's what I put my money into. And the thing is, is there's no way for me as a middle of the road retailer to get Jana and Gabby and Hazel and Deborah and Elizabeth and, and every, Cozy and, and unfortunately it, it's at the point where everybody is running the business as a best guess yeah this is my best guess that this is what they'll want at this time and this is my best guess I'm hoping that what I guess today on Tuesday that something more um, along the lines of what my girls want doesn't come on Thursday because now I've given all my money up on Tuesday right and you know, it's it's just a continual gamble and a crapshoot. And right now, there are so many styles. I can't... I couldn't... For, for three months, I have not been able to keep them straight. Yeah. For three months solid, I have and not I been able to keep it all straight. And I think it does help with new styles when you get them and touch them and go live with them and feel them. And we can say, oh, yes, the Morgan has the scrunchy sleeves. And, you know, the Iris is a V-neck. And the Olive has the tulip sleeve. And the Riley is the rainbow sleeve. And, you know, I mean, we, you can do all those things. But with everything that just dropped with Cozy, like, I got Crystal. I got a couple Mackenzie's on accident. Um, and I... I have a couple of my girls asking for Gabby, so I've kind of been looking to see if I could wholesale what they're looking for. Um, but it's it's just it's been it's been hard. And like I said, I don't know that I could describe you the hazel right now. I just know that there is one out there. And for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of the zip up hoodie because I keep wanting to call it the Gabrielle, and I know it's not because we have the Gabby. <laughs> Uh, Bethany, it's the Bethany. Okay. I, I can't, like I said, I can't even keep track. There was the Roxanne, and then there was the, the one with the fur on the inside and the vest. I, I, that hasn't come out yet. I'm just, oh, that one hasn't, because it was on the pre-order though, it right? It was, but okay. it has not dropped yet. I like, I legit, I, I gave up on trying to keep track of everything. People would ask, and I, and I had just had to be honest to my people, as I'm trying to show them, um, the Macy dresses that came, and they're like, "Did you get this and this?" I'm like. You're going to have to remind me what that one was because peasant tops were coming out and the Roxanne, right. the sleeveless tops were coming out and new restock. And what was causing some difference from what we saw when we very first started to now was we used to have the main line. Jill and I have talked about this on several podcasts. There used to be a set of things that our customers knew. They yep. knew which of those 12 or 15 or whatever styles that fit them. Yep. What sizes fit them, what they liked. All they had to do was go with and find the print that they liked. Yes. And then if we sold 15 of that that night, we could go on the next day and we could order 15 more. Well, yes. thir or 33 more at the, at the very beginning. Yeah, at the very beginning. But, it was 30, you know, right? 30. We would go in and we, we would order more. Yeah. Okay. And then we would restock because we knew that those things were coming in. And then at convention and January leadership, we'd get an influx of a new, yeah, new burst a of things. New... So we had six months to learn it, to get our hands on it. Even if we didn't get it at the initial launch, yeah. we had six months to get it, touch it, feel it, teach our people about it before they got another introduction. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm not saying that that is 100% the best way, but by gosh, it made sense to keep our minds in check and our, and our customers' minds in check. And to know what at, at any point to expect for our customers and to be able to explain 
what was available and how things fit. Because right now, um, there are so many things they are confused. They don't know what's even available that you can't say the names. And I know that they tried to get us away from being saying the names on lives before. And they're like, stop just saying I, I'm going live with perfects. I'm going live. But that was the beauty of part of it. Yeah. Was that if you were in LuLaRoe, but if you popped in and you said, I'm new to LuLaRoe, everybody was like, oh, let me tell you about the perfect. I love it. It fits me like this. It's like right. this. Your customers would like sell all the other people. Yes on it right and here's the thing so um you know kind of coming full circle there's a lot of things that have brought us to the crux of what is causing i think a lot of a lot of lack of struggles sales like all the things right now through the covid so what i'm going to say though is is that we've seen a lot of people you know kind of bow out of LuLaRoe and a lot of them are starting their own boutiques um that has kind of been the trend for a while and we're seeing a little bit more of that. Um, you know, people, again, leaving and doing their own thing. But here's what I feel like. One of the reasons that I have not left to start my own boutique is because I feel like a lot of the boutiques don't get the consistency that we had with LuLaRoe, where you could say, I'm getting more perfects and people knew what you were talking about. I'm getting more Randy's and people knew what you're talking about. Now, you know, whether these boutiques decide to give it a name, whether they decide to just show it for the day or two or whatever and leave it up on their website, however they decide to do it, um, I feel like they don't have the consistency, which is what makes me nervous about potentially starting my own, let's say, you know, boutique venture or whatever. If I were to go the route of, Let's try these sweaters. Let's try these tops. Let's try, you know, unless you had a permanent manufacturer that had things permanently kind of in stock, like you could go and buy a perfect tee or whatever, um, so that you could have something in stock that your girls could know and fall in love with and not say, oh, I missed that one. So now will you ever get it again? Well, or, and that's, that was the I like struggle it, with I want more. Launches. We don't know. If you and, do get something in and you love it, like when we had perfect tanks, mm. um, well, we didn't get perfect tanks again. Yeah, yeah. Was, yes, the, we got Christina. That was the road that I was yeah. about to go down is I feel like LuLaRoe has kind of abandoned the idea of this kind of core main line of styles and they've switched to be more of turning us into our own boutiques. And you know, I know that we've heard it said like not everybody has to carry every style, which I understand, but if your people know and love LuLaRoe, they are in the know, you know, and I know we all have customers who don't, that's fine. Um, that's great, actually. Like some of my local shoppers who just want to stop by and check out some you, things, that's great. The thing great. is, if you sell at any sort of level, medium kind of, even low medium level, medium level, you have people that immediately contact you, even if you want to sit quietly and not talk about a launch, not talk about a new product coming because you know you're not getting it or you didn't get it. Yeah. You you still get to address it because your people come out and say, did you get this? Right. Did you get that? Did you try for this? And then you have to tell them sometimes, I, didn't, I did not try for it because you don't want them thinking all the time that LuLaRoe just didn't have any for you or you couldn't get it. Sometimes you just have to make the decision that I cannot carry a whole nother style. Right, and I that's sometimes what's something. hard to say is I did not have the money. I have sold almost nothing in the last week. I, I can't afford another new style, right? And there are times where I feel like 
blowing out the old stuff. And by old stuff, I mean stuff that's been in my boutique for six months, right? Which is basically the beginning of COVID or older, right? Right. Um, because at the beginning of COVID, I was doing a lot of buying because I was trying to keep my boutique fresh. But at this point, I've showed it so many times. Uh, it's on my Sonlet. It's in five or six different Sonlet multis right now. It is just sitting there. So if I could get 20 bucks for it or $15 for it, that at least is hopefully giving me something to maybe try a new style or something new. But then I have the fear that I'm training my people that, hey, if in a few months it doesn't sell, Jill's going to discount it anyways. So, you know, I can sit and wait on it. And I don't want to train my people that way either. You know, so then you say, oh, well, then you just wholesale it. But the thing is, is I've got at least half of my inventory up in wholesale groups right now. And nobody wants that either. Right. So if I can't wholesale it, which would be the right way of trying to move it on. Um, takeovers are not as plentiful as they used to be. So people aren't quite coming over to me or whatever. The couple people I had come over, you know, um, sell hopefully a couple of pieces, maybe a couple of more. But, you know, I'm not having takeovers of 50 pieces like maybe used to be that I could say, oh, after that person comes over, I'm going to be able to buy this tomorrow. Right. You right. know, I mean, the 150 bucks I got from someone being there is great. But it, you know, you got to have five of those before you can place an order. Right. So to kind of bring it full circle, um, I feel like the way that we do business has had to be crafted differently because of the way that LuLaRoe is now releasing products. And, you know, Tracy and I have had the discussion many times about like, do we just pick the 20 styles that our boutique is going to carry and say, if it's not a Liv, if it's not an Iris, if it's not a, a Morgan... I don't care what restocks today because that is the styles that my people know that they can come to me for. But the thing is, is when a new line or a new product launches like Cozy um, or like Rise, do you, you dip your toe in that? Do you not dip your toe in that? And when there's seven styles in Cozy and my girls are like, did you get Hazel? Did you get Mackenzie? Did you get Gabby? Did you get, Chris? you know, I don't know which one to get. I don't know which one will make everybody if happy. If you can even get in fast enough. You know, yeah. It, it, again, if you can even get it, get the restock, like all the things. So um, we're trying to navigate the way that our, because LuLaRoe is our wholesaler. We're trying to navigate the way that LuLaRoe is providing the product to us now and try to figure out what the best road to navigate that is. And again, I think for our customers that are in the know, um, they might, like, I might be their number one. That's great. Jill, right. did you get Gabby? No, I did not. They now, by me saying no, that basically gives them permission right. to go find it somewhere and else. And we've talked to you already that we already took hits in our business based on the loss of what I'm going to call our bigger girl sizes. In, we, we had Perfects and Irma's and Carly. And anybody who wants to say that we've got replacements for those, we have things that fit just the same, they're lying. They don't. It's Yeah. Because we have girls that literally cannot fit in those other styles that I had could fit in Perfects, Irma's, and even Irma's that had the squeezy arms, they could still fit them in yeah. the body and the Carly's. I um, had somebody say to me uh, yesterday, somebody said to me, because I made that comment about like my 3XL girls are pretty much gone. And really? Because... One of my shoppers who was buying a lot of 3XL Perfects can fit a 2XL Iris. I said, no. I mean, the girls that I'm talking about. I mean, about, maybe based on the way that they wore a 3X Perfect. Maybe, but again, I'm going to tell you. I don't know. My 3XL girls who liked the Perfect 
like the fact that it was flowy in the middle and a lot of times will not even attempt an amber, will not attempt an iris, because will not attempt cut. a crystal. Because they right. had hips, belly, yes. and booty. Right. And, and it why. did not come down long enough. It did not stretch long enough. It, it, and, and, and it you gotta just remember, does not fit the same. Those people like me that have no booty, that have, you know, maybe have a tummy, but have no booty or whatever. And an Irma came down to almost your, you know, mid thighs. Thigh, yeah. To people who have a booty and hips, it comes just long enough to cover the booty and the hips. Yes. So our other shirts that may cover my booty. Yes. Don't do the same for those particular it hangs straight down your back. Those particular of, gals. Right. So again, the loss of bigger sized items that actually fit. And I don't care if Lularoe wanted to turn around and take a live and turn it into a four X and a five X and a six X. But hey, you there, took there, away there, yeah. the option of anything to fit a very big group of ladies that I had. Yes. I'm not talking big in size. I'm talking big in numbers. Yes, both. That that. Our extra I'm large through 3XL perfect Irma Carly shoppers are to almost nothing. Dried out. Almost nothing. And then our shoppers in general, I feel like I, I always carried kids, um, would jump in with some mm-hmm. kids' things. Like if I got elegant and got I had Disney Scarlet's, kids for sure. And always Disney leggings. Right. And, and I did have, um, and that for brings a while, up I had, problem number I had dresses three. for a little while. Yeah. So that, that went away. And then the, yeah, problem number three is that Disney, the lack of Disney, Disney went away. So there, and, there were just these, and again, LuLaRoe is making decisions for what they see as right for a retailer field of thousands. Yes. And we're looking and making what we feel is business decision correct for one, a boutique of one. Right. Our, our own personal. But I... Right. Um, you know, without the ability to stock the larger gal sizes, without the ability to do anything in a kid's realm with, with Disney being given and removed, had we never received it, it might've been a different story. I don't know, but a lot of my business boomed when Disney hit and stayed high because And I had only been a retailer for April, May, June. I had only been a retailer for three months when Disney came. Because we're such a big big Disney. Right. We we joked literally from the time they started. If they would mix Disney with LuLaRoe, it would be our two loves combined. It would be this explosive, amazing thing. Right. And it kind of was. And here's the other thing is, how big was the hunt for Disney-esque products before we had Disney? I remember hunting those red, solid red bodies with white polka dots and then the black-sleeved Randys for you and me and, you know, Megan. To be Minnie Mouse, right? Yeah, so we could kind of have Minnie Mouse Randys toward a Disney. Those castle leggings that were not even Disney colors. Yeah, they were like purple castles with like a turquoise background i have a pair of them they were going on ebay for like 100 150 dollars like anything that had like yellow roses oh that's bell remember those magic carpet yes ones? they were just like magic carpet pants but everybody's like those are aladdin pants like this was before there was disney right. and people were finding disney in the things you and i bought those ones that look like coffee stained pants mm-hmm. but because of the circles there was actually Made three of them Mickey's. that yes. had a hidden mickey on it we were like oh, those are hidden mickey pants and we bought them right? right like we hunted another so you and i could have them together to wear the same thing when we went to disney um and here is the thing that i think we wish when i say that like i went to reach and i was hoping for something i want somebody to, from home office or whatever to be open and honest and transparent about we are not trying to get another Disney contract. Disney will never come back. We're not even actively pursuing it. It was such a pain for us. 
um, without having a factory, you know, uh, uh, I mean, a lot of us are assuming, right? Because LuLaRoe never said, because I do believe, if I'm correct, our contract with Disney was not up when we stopped getting Disney products. Correct. I believe that because we stopped using my dyer, that my dyer had the contract to produce those products because from what I understand, LuLaRoe needed to be approved as the it's seller. It's like a dual contract. Yes. Your, your suppliers your or supply, your, you know, because obviously be. Disney needs to make sure that there's not five-year-olds in China making the Disney leggings. So the supplier needs to be approved and you need to then be approved to sell it. And um, so my understanding is, and again, this is just my understanding because nobody has officially come out and said, Due to us switching factories from my dyer to somebody else, um, we no longer can produce Disney content. And whether I've gathered that from different conversations, different threads, that is my understanding. I don't feel like there's been anything official said about that. Now, on the cruise and stuff, we had talked to different people and said, like, and people had said, we're trying to get it back. We're trying to get it back. Now, trying to get it back to me says that we, again, need to be approved. And whichever one of our new factories we are now using, whichever one we like the best, love the best, is the most faithful, loyal, uh -huh. whatever, we would submit them to be our manufacturer, and then we could get that approved. So, um, And we know that takes time. Yes. Because we know it took time the first time. But if there was an open and honest... Uh, Report Even just or, or we're working on it. Yeah. Hey, we are letting you know that we, we are, are not letting it die. We want to bring Disney back. And we for know you. that there are some people that despised it, but I would say, just like they say to everybody else, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Don't purchase that for your group. Just like everybody says, well, if you don't like dresses, don't buy dresses. If you don't like skirts, don't buy shirts. But Disney was a big seller for a lot of people. It was. It was. So um, I, I just think that. You know, again, loss of Disney, loss of, uh, you know, LuLaRoe has now added that one X size in the cozy line and also the rise line. Um, I don't see why we couldn't add um, a 4X or a 5X Liv or a 4X or a 5X Christie. I don't see why we, we couldn't I, do that. It seems to be that there's some sort of stigma stigma with that. So let's create an extra large than a 1X, which I think is actually more confusing than just... I mean, I get that there's the women's is the 1X and the normal, you know, ladies is extra large. But to me, you were serving a population that was so, so grossly underserved yes. in the United States. I, I mean, hugely underserved. I feel like you and I talk about it a and lot and you we don't know what we've said on the podcast. Cut off a leg. Yeah, well, because okay. these people had very few places to go shop, a right. few stores in the mall, and they could shop online and hope that maybe something from Amazon or whatever would fit. Right. And they could maybe shop in a Walmart. They've got a but not very if good. they're younger. They've got Lane Bryant if, if they're, they're working. Of an older. It's kind yeah. of like working because yeah, they, they do have some t-shirts. They were kind and of jeans. limited yeah. in what they had. Right. So you're going to have the same thing. And then, as like you else. said, you have the women's section of like J.C. or Walmart or Target. Um, and then for women of that larger size, 
going, trying things on is a hassle, is a pain. They feel judged. They feel, you know, uncomfortable, the whole situation. Um, you know, they choose to buy nothing. They're probably concerned like, oh man, I just put four things back. Or those people like, wow, nothing probably fit her. Like, I mean, it is such, um, a mind warp for these people. And once they found out that a two X or a three X Carly fit them and they just had to find a print. And if I told them this new perfect tank came out and it fits just like a perfect tee, they knew it was going to fit. They right. knew it was going to fit them and they could buy it and trust mm -hmm. it and all of those things. If I could get an olive, but, that but was a little But in removing more, you know, those yes. styles, you basically cut off a main Vein, avenue for artery. these people. And honestly, I'm going to say for LuLaRoe. Yeah. Because you would have had lifers in these ladies. Yeah. You want lifers in your customers. Yes. I mean, I understand that, that retailers are your customers, but you need lifers in your retailers' customers too. And those people had grandkids, and they had kids, and they had daughters. And they had daughters and they had who people needed that they bought OS for. leggings when we had Christmas leggings come out. And they needed, and I lost know. not only them buying for themselves, but I lost all their sales of them buying for their kids and stuff because they because went on they to stopped, do different things. Yeah, they stopped watching you because you didn't have, didn't anything, have anything to, to offer them. And then they weren't like, oh, yeah, we'll throw in those Halloween leggings for my daughter so, or for my granddaughter. So, yeah. Lularo, if you're, if you're listening, you know, we always say that if you were listening, you might want to just get over the fact that you know LuLaRoe has large people clothes I don't know who has the the problem if, in expanding yeah, if those they do and I you know maybe the problem is that that would cost a little bit more but you know you've done it to us on TC leggings you've done it to us on other things TC the retailers too, yeah. um, didn't increase the prices but if you need to charge a dollar or dollar fifty or something more to get us a bigger size because it costs more in fabric I think there's a lot of retailers that would pay that just so they could Service. serve that whole community again. Yeah. So. Yeah. 100%. End of rant. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is something. Um, and we want you to know that we're just not here to whine and complain today. We, we want to address all of the issues that we see facing us as business people right now, as business owners right now. Um, we would love, love to have somebody listen to our concerns, um, talk to us about our concerns. Um, I would be happy to share some of my ideas with Home Office if anybody wanted to talk to me about it um, because I only want what is best for LuLaRoe and my business. And, you know, working this business day in and day out and feeling recently like I've been banging my head against the wall and spinning in circles. And, and I just, because um, I... I, I want I want to succeed for myself. I want to succeed for my family, uh, and I want to see Lularoe succeed. Yeah. And my and we we've is, said that a, a lot a lot. I mean, you've heard us over the time that there, there is no reason to ever wish horrible things no. upon the company. That's the company that was providing for you. And maybe this is a good time to segue into the next piece. Sure. That um, if, gosh, I think it's uh, two weeks ago now. I actually canceled my contract with LuLaRoe. I have left LuLaRoe. Um, but even as now, an ex-retailer of LuLaRoe, I wish nothing bad on LuLaRoe because so many of my friends want, you know, to make their, their businesses work and they need to, you know, feed their families and do all this. Why would I wish that and put it out? In the, I, I want nothing but LuLaRoe to be successful. Yes. I want them to be what I've envisioned it should have been all along. 
all along, right? And and how the right thing should have stuck and the wrong thing should have went away. But again, this is their business. Yes. To create and build and mold the way they want. Yes. And not everybody has that that same same vision. Um, it, it just for me. We talked about the magnifying glass. We talked about it circling in on things, and it just for me became time to leave when I had to get it down to the bare bones of LuLaRoe is my wholesaler. I am no longer able to provide to the customers that I have the things that they want from this wholesaler. And if and I and I do not under contract with LuLaRoe have the option to find another wholesaler. Right. I can only do this. And when it comes to close, when it comes to close. And so I, again, could not provide anything in larger sizes. Um, I had been doing a lot of custom work over even last year, but more even through the quarantine time I spent when I would go to takeovers, people would buy things specifically so I could put custom designs on them that I make on my Cricut and iron them on and you know, all of those things. Yep. And so I was spending a lot more time creating things, but then somebody would see it on somebody else and say, can you make me one? And I don't have any solids and I don't ever, I never expected LuLaRoe to have a solids collection for me. Right. But would it have been nice to know the kind of like what they did with leg leggings do you need solid tops because you got a lot of solid legging or print leggings or do you need some tops or, you know, not necessarily y'all get the same color like with the Noir collection, but. Right. And that's the thing is that they have done Noir. They did Noir Blanc. Right. There have been collections like that. It would have been nice if, just yeah. to have the option like with leggings for those things. If there was one particular shirt, maybe something that made a lot of size, you know, that met a lot of sizes um, for ladies or whatever else. Like, let's just say the, you know, Christina or the Iris. But you know, back in the day, perfect. Or the Christie. Right. Yeah. If we could have just had one style that you could guarantee what you were going to get as solid. Again, you don't know if it's going to be black, blue, red, mm. brown, mustard. You have no clue. But mm. if I were to order five per size, I would guarantee that everything was in a solid. Yeah. That would give you a lot of blank slates to be able to do the custom yeah. work that you wanted to do. So, I mean, that brings me to the fact that I was spending a lot of time doing that. And then I would have people that wanted them and... You know, or I would get a box of, let's say, lives in and they would come in and I would look at one of them or multiple. I shouldn't say one because it's not over one, but I would look at several and I would say, ah, oh, if only it had, you know, rock and roll, but had a guitar like this or it did this thing or it had this. And I spent more time adding things to prints that came in. Right. To make them move on. And again, I, I got... I don't want to have to adjust everything in order to sell it eventually. I, I want people to just want it. Right. And our, so our, our customized story kind of starts uh, about a year and a half ago or two years ago when we got tank tops for the first time. And all the tank tops were solids and that was amazing. But we got a lot of white and selling a lot of solid white seemed to be a little bit tough. But we found out that if we tied item up and that kind of became became the, the, the customization mm -hmm. kind of starting point. Then we had some solids and that was the year we got no Halloween. So you and I started doing airbrushes and tie dyes and different things Fabric like that. paint. You know. On we created our own stencils yep. out of cardboard. We did. It was great. And, you know, I mean, like, I took a black Carly and I put a glow-in-the-dark spiderweb on it and it was cool and I sold this it was, for, like, $65 and I was like, yeah. This was before we had, um, before I had a cricket. 
Yeah. Um, and then I think that's the year that I asked for the cricket. But anyway, so... The, I mean, but that's when, like, you know, we, we had some things sticking around that we were like, what can we do to move them? And right. we started to, and that kind of started you down that customation road. And it just, like you said, like your brain started to work that way. When you got the ambers that said adventure with me and the font was a simple adventure with me and the shirt wasn't anything super exciting. It was just the words adventure with me. You're like, well, and I'm like, it's not bad, but how would it look with some mountains on it? Right. So you put Looked some great. mountains around the words, right. and, and all of a sudden you sold them. You had that one black and white kind of geometric print that, mm-hmm. again, it seemed to stick around to the wholesale groups. You could probably still find them out there. And you were like, I'm going to put a heart with a puppy paw print in it. And you slapped it on, and I thought that was the most amazing amber ever. I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's, again, the because I was locked into that one wholesaler, I also have now grandsons. So when now I am looking at these Sloans that I grabbed up as I could yeah. the minute I knew I had a grandson in all sorts of sizes right? Um, when he was little, we don't have anything for him. And now here I am wanting to do you know things with him and I want to make some um, onesies for, for the littlest and all of these things. And then I got to thinking, shoot, if I make really cute onesies I, and you have to stop yourself because onesies a piece of clothing. And so I, even though LuLaRoe will probably never carry onesies, right. they've never carried them in the past, it's a piece of clothing. It's against the contract. I'm not going to do something like that right. under a contract. I valued and honored the contract while I was in LuLaRoe. Right. And so I made the decision that I wanted to go the route of my own thing. Now, my own thing is still in kind of blooming process i'm uh you know bringing in a few things to test out just some some random clothes just because it's fun to do that but really one of the main things that i am looking for is to have designs and i would like to to pick out some designs to to decide on what i want my um you know maybe i don't know designs of the week for example and then say okay guys so we're doing halloween designs this week here's 10 designs so i've got for halloween i've got orange shirts black shirts green shirts purple shirts yep or you know what you just tell me the size and the style and i'm gonna go pull it off and i'm in the process of sourcing right now where i can find the the softest t-shirts the stretchiest things the ones that will fit up to um a 5x um you know just basic shirts that are that are soft and cozy I'm interrupting here, but it sounds like Max is saying nana, nana, nana. Is he speaking real words? I mean, I think he says hi or bye. He does say, well, he says ma, 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 but he might be saying It sounds like nana, 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 I think he's talking to Disney Junior. Maybe saying night, night to Luna. Oh. Is it Luna? No. No, I don't know I don't who's know who watching right now. I think it's uh, puppy pals. It could be. Puppy dog um, pals. But anyway, so there, I mean, there was, there was that. But I looked at it and I, and bottom line for me was, I said, if this, as a business, was any other wholesaler, what would I be doing? Yeah. If you were a business that had the option to use utilize as many wholesalers as you wanted, if this wholesaler was, was ha- in this manner, what would you do? And I said, I would have found a different wholesaler so that I could have the things that I want to be creative the way I want to, to move forward. And I have had, um, LuLaRoe called me, um, after I submitted my 
resignation and I had a very lovely talk with the lady who called me and she asked questions like why did you start and why did you decide to leave and what's going on and I told her um, you know COVID just really put a magnifying glass on lots of things I told her all the same things I'm telling you guys all the same things we've said on the podcast I took on my grandkids you know watching them during the days I took a full-time job um, I just I want to provide for the customers who are still with me and I would really love some of my other customers to be able to come back and and some of them have been returning so it's been kind of nice yeah and I and I've done I haven't been able to do it to the full force because of Ken I still have to I still have inventory so now it's all mine it's just not being you know sold in in my LuLaRoe boutique it's just migrated over to my boutique right um, and then I will continue trying to, to sell and move those along and as those move along then I can get new things and bring them in but you know it's a kind of a slow slow process to to change over but um, I'm excited about it I feel that for me not having the weight and the stress of Every day, 10.30, is there going to be something I'm going to need to try and get? And did I have some money for that? Or should I take that money and pay the bill? Or, um, you know, and I and I managed my LuLaRoe purchasing just fine. So I was probably a little more hesitant to purchase inventory than, than others. Like, than I would me. hold I on to it because I was like, what if I get it and nobody wants it? Because nobody's going to come around for it. And, you know, especially as we went through COVID, you know, I was getting more apprehensive about the turnover rate of items and so again i i'm not saying it in the, in the manner that you know i i couldn't handle this i'm just saying that i just always was starting to feel overwhelmed and stressed out and tired yeah because i felt like i was on this hamster wheel um and i wanted things to be different but the thing was I had to look at myself and say, it's not your job to make them be different. It's not your business. LuLaRoe isn't, you aren't the CEO of LuLaRoe. You right. aren't the, the marketing officers. You don't know everything about LuLaRoe. And right. if you want something different, then you have to go do it. Yes. So, so really that's kind of where it comes down to is that, you know, I had to stop expecting a company to be the way I wanted them to be just because I wanted them to be that way. That's not that's not their job to say, oh, what did Tracy over there in Arizona need and want? You yes. know? And, and that's the part that's super hard because obviously you and I are emotionally invested in this company. It we was hard. Spent a, I'm gonna I'm yeah. not I'm gonna I'm not gonna joke. It it was hard to push that button and they asked me, you know, about the retailer field and if if that had anything to do with me leaving. So I don't know if they've heard other people leaving because they were, you know, stressed out and they didn't feel supported. Yes. And I said, no. I said, honestly, that's probably what's kept me in for the last few months. Because this has been, I'm going to say, coming since about May. Yeah. It's just, it just finally pulled the trigger because I was jumping back and forth over the fence for three months. Yeah. On, on, and I would talk myself in and out of it. Right. On a daily basis. Right. And I mean, we both would. We'd have those conversations because every day. And I got together you know, with a group of my closest closest retailer friends and sat down and and let everybody know at one time what was going on so that there wasn't a. And it's not a, a bad thing. I'm not mad. I'm here still to support all of my friends that are that are there. I just 
you know, in, in the COVID world right now, I need something that um, allows my brain to rest and creative outlets like crafting and making designs. Yes. That is a mental rest for me. Yeah. So, and for whatever the reason is, maybe some of the reasons we discussed earlier, but for us, and again, for those who are being successful, we are so happy for you. And I, I just think about sometimes when people like, you know, home office or whatever says you don't have to carry every style or you, you, you know, you get to choose the way that you run your business right now. That's the decision that you had to make. Right. Right. Is that you had to make the decision that was best for your business. And this particular wholesaler was not going to be it for you. If I didn't make a change, my business was going to, to die because I could not keep up in the manner and the pace and the way that that was progressing. It was not correct for me. Right. And I, I don't know how else to say that other than it just didn't. It, it wasn't bringing me the joy that it did before. It was actually bringing me more stress to get up and know that I had to see if something was going to happen at 1030 and, oh my gosh, what if I missed it? And, you know, trying to plan something when every single day that there might be a launch or might be a restock or might be something. And what if you need to go to the doctor or, you, you know, I just, I wanted to say if all of that would have just went away and it was just log in here or there whenever and if it, there's something there there's something there to buy i mean really that's what i would have liked better well i mean you could have chosen that path right you could have chosen that because there are plenty of custom, things but in stock right now you but, can yes. choose that path but when that isn't the way it works your customers see the new things other places your customers do all of these things everybody knows right right you know what i mean uh, i 100 no so yes while you could do it that way the field, the the field of customers, and your your you can't do it that way. Yeah, right. There there is a way to do Lularoe, and and the way that I needed to to be mentally was not in and alignment. Here, yeah, and here is the thing that again the decisions that have to be made is you and I weren't making this decision, or you should say you. Um, I'm still a Lularoe retailer. Max has a lot to say. We're sorry. We're hoping you're hearing us great. <laughs> Tracy's making a bottle now, so hopefully um, Max will um, let us finish the podcast. We're, we're trying so hard with our, our parameters, and we, we hope you guys understand. Um, we just had to get this all out to you. Um, but the, the decision you know, had to be made because this was our full-time income. And we can transition this a little bit more now to talk about me and where I stand. Um, like Tracy said about being on the fence for months, um, I've been on the fence for months. But my biggest problem is, is or my biggest concern was being a single mom. Um, this was slash is my only income. And can I say something about being on the fence real quick? I'm going to tell you, making a decision one way or the other is so much better than being on the fence because being on the fence is emotionally and physically and mentally draining yes. because you are talking yourself in and out and of all, all scenarios and catastrophes and good things and bad things all day long. Yep. So it, it literally Jill and I, like I said, it was like, we'd get the hamster wheel and we'd be like, run, 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 run. and then we would fall out of the wheel of exhaustion. 
Yeah. And then we were two little fl- fluffy hamsters <laughs> laying outside the wheel. Um, but everybody makes their own decisions. And everybody needs to do what's best for for them. And I am not here in any way on this podcast to talk one person from from doing anything. Well, here's the thing, though, Foo. How are you going to talk our listeners out when you can't even talk me out? Oh! oh. But I mean, that I'm was just, never... I know. I'm just I'm just trying to bring yeah. a little lightness to yeah. it all. I'm just saying, it was never my intention. It, to, I know. I did that. When, I, yeah. when right. I went to my friends, it wasn't like, come on, everybody, let's get Join on Join me on the, the cancel the, train. <laughs> I'm going to start my own thing. No. And I have to say, Fu, and I actually said this to Lisa yesterday, so I'm saying it to you too, but I cannot... Gosh, I'm going to get emotional. I cannot thank you enough for being the supportive friend that you are for me staying because when I call you about a launch or I call you about this or I call you about a bad sale or I call you, you will still talk to me as if, I'm going to say as if you were in it, but you understand it, you know what I'm going through and you still support me like a friend knowing that this is my business so you will support me as a friend in this business. Right. And I can't, I can't be thankful enough that that is where I have decided to stay. And again, my reasons um, in our you know, big collective here between and us. And I'm going to be there for the listeners. So oh, yes, of course. You're, you're going to hear is, different yes. things. So you'll probably still hear crazy ideas and things I've tried and whatever. Because the thing and is, and you can apply that to yeah, LuLaRoe. We will. We will get to that point of like what now? But let me tell a little bit of my story uh, where I sit right now in this chair. Um, so I I could not just throw in the towel because for the time being this is what's paying my bills. Um, I'll be a hundred percent honest in the fact that I have been taking unemployment since April. Um, because of the PUA, it allowed me to apply. I have not taken a dime out of my business until the, the most recent stimulus canceled. And that's because the, you know, 200 or so dollars a week that I'm getting on unemployment here in Arizona, um, is not enough to pay my bills. Um, so, um, I've had to do that to remain afloat. Um, and that has allowed me to continue to basically sell and reinvest in my business to hopefully keep my customers around and keep them engaged. But again, lack of takeovers. Um, I'm stuck with what's in my room. I've started to get out and do takeovers a little bit more, but uh, again, back to the main point, um, because this is how I'm paying my bills and this is my full-time job, like I can't just throw in the towel and say I'm done because if I were to let my business die, I would have no room at all, no no, no avenue at all of towards income. my income. So I decided that if, you know, back at the early days of the beginning, what was my why with LuLaRoe? $1,500 a month, an extra paycheck. That was Before the layoff. Yes. yes. Well, that's we the wanted point. an extra paycheck. Tracy and I had full-time jobs. We wanted jobs travel money. That we liked. And yes, we wanted Disney money. We wanted to be able to go to Disney for Christmas. And not have our husband and our dads right, look at us my dad. like, you're spending more money. Right. Yeah, I, I did because I sold those clothes. That's right. <laughs> that I mean, that was the main point was an extra paycheck a month. That was our goal. Okay. So we didn't want to be, you know... The next Sarah Gibbons, we, we, <laughs> An we, old, old school name. A lot of you new people, we don't know who that if, is. Yeah, but anyway. if, if you're new and listening, but anyways, yeah, that, I mean, that was somebody huge at the time, but we, we did not 
ever even consider the fact that that was a possibility. I, I wanted to sell uh, about $4,000 retail a month um, so that hopefully I, I could take myself a $1,500 paycheck. That was my goal. And three months into LuLaRoe, when at that point in time, a lot of people were saying, don't take a penny for three months because you need to build up your inventory because... I mean, not necessarily like obnoxiously large inventories, but you know, you needed full size runs, which we weren't getting in our, our, um, right. If you remember right in the packages. onboarding packages, it stopped at extra large. If you wanted two right. X and three X, right. you had to buy those. And we immediately added those Yep, immediately. So, um, and then it was what styles do you want to carry and, and, and all of those things. And so, um, you know, I was still at my, what I would call you know, starting building point of my business. And, you know, you were a couple months in longer than me when we got laid off from our day jobs. And if you guys haven't heard the story, you can go back and listen um, to the podcast. Probably in the very end of July. No, the very first podcast, probably of August of 17, because it was at the end of convention. Okay, there you go. Tracy and I uh, will tell our brief story really fast. We were legit walking into our first convention, 2017, which was the largest convention ever. It was a concert. uh, It was a convention of the beach party fiasco with food it was the the convention of Katy perry um it was you know the convention of you know something crazy like twenty five thousand retailers i mean it was insane literally walking we had parked there was no social distancing heck no there was not (laughs) um we had literally parked and walked through the hotel and just about to walk into the convention center to get our bags those awesome backpacks we got that year and we were literally about to do that and we had heard some rumblings at our day job that the shitteth was hitting the faneth stuff was going down um and i got a text message that said hey it's human resources there's that's when they yelled timber it's going down (laughs) they're yelling timber and yeah, so I got a text that said, it now. yeah, we're calling you in 30 minutes to lay you off is basically, that's not what it said, but that's what it meant. Yes. Um, and I sat there on a bench on that palm tree row and just waited, waited for that to happen. And then we never went in and checked in for convention, you know, because yeah, we, there was we no point. Yet. We had, to, we had, not know how yeah. long the line would take yeah, or anything. No. Yeah. So we waited. And then I remember you saying to me, um, I wish it was me. Because you knew that I was a single mom and I needed my insurance and you said, I wish it was me. Well, you got your wish because while right. I was on my phone call, you got your text message that said, right. in 30 minutes, we're calling you. Yeah, because they laid and off half our team that day. So we we continued to sit there on that bench. We affectionately call it the bench of change. <laughs> and um, we sat there for over an hour because we had to wait for my phone call and then we had to wait for your phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we proceeded with convention. And the thing is, is like you talk about the blessing in it all. Um, we probably would not have gone to Anaheim if we had been laid off the day before. You and I probably would have said, we can't afford this trip. Can we still cancel our hotel? Yeah, How if, much if money there was can a, we get If there back? was a way to get the money back, we would have we would have canceled. You know, we had already paid for convention, yes. But at that point, we probably would have been like, we need to find a job. We need to conserve our money. What, what can we do? But because we were literally standing there. And again, we're standing there at this convention where there's signs that say, be, you know, be amazing. Be, be powerful. Be, be, you know, start, smart. Be, be the change. Be, 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 all these things. And, you know, so we continue to go and we go and, and we hear people talk about the amazing things that they've been able to do to this, with this business and the amazing things that this How many people have been able to turn it into a full-time job that's right and we saw all these people doing it full-time and Tracy and I looked at each other and said why can't that be us we're gonna come home we're gonna hit the ground running we're gonna figure out what full-time LuLaRoe means to us whatever that means for a job for selling for whatever we're gonna figure it out and from that day forward you and I came home and we did it we did it from 
August of 2017 until what I would say for me would be March or April of 2020, I made it my full-time job and it did what I needed it to do. Some months were harder than others. I cruise qualified in 2018, which I never thought would be something I would even strive for. And I did. And I did it in 19 by the skin of my teeth. And then to all of a sudden, and I think that's why it is such a struggle to stand here and look at your business that's been cut in half and say, what am I doing wrong? Because I work so hard and I push so hard, what am I doing wrong? And at some point you have to step back and say, it can be a lot of things going wrong. Again, I'll take some ownership on my lack of motivation at times because of the the struggle, because of, of you know all the things. Um, but I, at this point, am not making my bills. So there has to be a new solution. So I started looking for a job and um, I haven't even announced this to my group yet. I'll probably talk about it this weekend, but I go for my initial orientation to my new job tomorrow. Um, and once I get through that, that's when I feel like, yes, I do officially have the job. Um, it is nothing exciting. It is nothing grand. It's a foot in the door that I hope will um, maybe what it turn does into something is more. alleviates Dress. But that's what I was just going to say. This is why I have chosen to stay with LuLaRoe. So it can bring the joy Because back. I'm hoping that with, you know, I mean, this job should mostly pay my bills. I still need LuLaRoe to do something, and I still hope for that extra paycheck. That was always my goal. And I'm hoping that if I can maintain, if I can keep up, maybe me not attacking my ladies seven days a week or six days a week, maybe me saying, hey, guys, Wednesday yeah. nights at 6 and Sundays at two, like that's my two live times. There may be other things <coughs> sprinkled and in I, there, you know, but maybe me doing that yeah. will alleviate some pressure from them. They'll be more excited to see me. We'll be more excited. And was, then again, the pressure, what yeah, you just said. I was just kind of thinking that I think another thing that always like hovered over me was under, I am a very random person like if I want to do something I don't want to do it three weeks from now I don't want to do it I want to do it in a half an hour I want to get all the materials I want to make something I want to do it I want to move forward I don't like to wait and with compliance always over my head I always had to stop anything I was doing is this okay can I put these designs on here is this going to be a problem because I knew that there there were more like edgy things I could have done right but I'm putting it on LuLaRoe so I can't, right? you know, and it's not that necessarily it said line by line, you can't do that, but I know that it wasn't right for right. their clothing. If somebody came to you and said, I need a shirt that says F COVID with the full F word, um, you probably would have made it for that person and never took a photograph of it and never right. <laughs> and said, if anybody asks you, you did not get this from me. Um, you probably would have done it for that person silently and quietly, but there might have been five to ten other people in your group who would have thought that that was amazing, and you could have put that on so many right. shirts with black vinyl, so, and you could have done it. But and again, I with onesies, there, there, somebody did ask me at one point, and then said, "Why can't you just do it? If you just do it in your group, that probably they won't see it." And I said, "Because that's not who I am. Right? You I don't want to do something just to get away with it. And if I leave Lularoe, I want to leave Lularoe in a way that." Whether they ever let people come back or don't or whatever, I don't want to be marked as I was a problem. Right. It's kind of like because a job. That's like not you a... don't want to throw up your hands and, and you know, because say, again, I don't... Screw you, I quit. 
you my, want to my intention was never notice. to do anything yes. is ever to do anything to hurt him and so you know what when I decided to sell different things, do you know what I did? I just went live in my group and I just started showing different things. And then what somebody did say, oh, are you still with LuLaRoe? And I said, you know what? No, I've kind of decided to do my own custom thing. And we didn't talk about it a whole lot. It didn't have to be a big deal. It wasn't some big announcement. It wasn't this life shattering thing that it had to be. Huge announcement and on I, Tuesday. And I understand people do that to get the attention of the people in the group, but that's not what I wanted. I just wanted to quietly transition, no problems, no drama. No, no big deals. I don't. Again, nothing to harm my friends, the field, the company that provided for me for four years. Yeah, for almost four years. Yeah. Who does? I. I mean, I still, as as much as I have some anger for the university that laid us off for yes. different reasons. Right. I don't talk badly about them either. Right. Because the only thing we talk 13, bad about is our layoff. <laughs> I mean, that well, was, I mean, I ha you have a couple of bad oh, yeah, apples yeah, yeah, along yeah, the way yes, and stuff. Yes, yes, but was, yeah. you know, for 13 years, they yes. provided for my family. Yes. Yes. Layoffs happen. Does it stink the the way that the people, the half of the team that got dissected was was? Yeah, yes. it did. Um, but again, but that's that, not that's not the classy thing to do and and I just want you guys to know that I'm still here for the community I'm still here for my friends I'm still still here for Jill I'm here for Lisa. I'm here for all of the people that are still doing this because whether everybody else believes it or not we're all in the same thing we're all doing boutiques you just have a different wholesaler yeah so the, the information and the things that we will talk about will be different now will I be getting the information straight from LuLaRoe Nope, I'll be getting it from Jill, and then right. we will talk about it, right. and then we can talk about other stuff. But so, is the Lula cast dead? No, um, we've casually talked about if we should change the name. Um, we'll ask you, our listeners. Um, let me just say real fast a, a little bit about. We know people on here are Lularo people. We know we have Lularo customers. We know we have people from other businesses. Yes. That have never bought a piece of Lularo and listen to us because they're like those ideas work for my business. Right. So. Um. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, are you again, getting weepy again? No, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. Um, but I just, I just want to say, I hope that obviously we have talked about some of our challenges, the things that we force, that we see our challenges. These are our opinions. Um, again, we a hundred percent understand that LuLaRoe is their own business. We are and, our own business and again, below them. And we, yeah. They're not, doing what is right for thousands, what they believe to be best for thousands, not what they believe is best for Jill and Mesa, Jill Tracy and Tracy and Phoenix. And Phoenix. Right. So they have to look at the cumulative of what all of those people want. And right. it's okay, like they say, when somebody leaves, we wish them the best, whatever path you go on. And that's exactly what they said when we had the phone call, it wasn't Mark and Deanne that called me. It was just, right. it was a person, a, a very nice lady. Um, but, you know, we had that discussion and, you know, they wished me the absolute best. And I told them in all honesty exactly what I was doing, that I wanted to make customs, that I didn't want to do it incorrectly. I told them the onesie story. I mean, I told them all of that. And I was very honest with them and said the three things that got cut out that caused me to, to have sales problems. So, um... You know, I just want you to know I'm not saying this on here and I didn't 
Yeah, same I didn't so see those. Right. And I'm um, always very above board. Yeah, and we with really everything. really hope that nobody thinks that what we are saying or doing right now or whatever is trying to be disparaging nope. to LuLaRoe because it's not because again, it's still my business. It is what I have chosen to do. It is what, you know, I want to continue to do. Um and I believe a hundred thousand percent that LuLaRoe wants what is best for their retailers. I believe it. For the field as a whole. But I do. <laughs> do I think sometimes maybe they don't get the full picture from where they sit? Yes. And I wish there was a way to communicate a little bit more openly with them or if we could have the a little bit tickets- more open communication so that we would know a little more you know i mean i don't care if it's like a a town hall meeting zoom wise or you know what i mean i i just wish that there could be some open honest candid conversation and i think like on the cruise i felt like we got that a little bit more and then we didn't get a cruise but yeah i think a town hall that means that's a very interesting thing because if you did that it's something where questions are coming right then and you you were addressing the honesty and if if the honest answer is there is an answer, but we can't tell you. Right. Right. Let, you know, let, let me just you know, give some brief examples, right? Why did we stop using my dyer? I'm sorry. We are in legal situations with them right now, so that's something that we cannot fully discuss. Until the thing, um, but things But once are all it done. is yes. all done, like, you know, then, you know, if we have questions. But just know that right now what is best for the company is that we have switched suppliers, and um, we are doing our very best to source you the best product available. I mean, it could be. Thank our you. lawyers have asked us not to speak about any of that, right. and we are following our lawyer's right. advice. Fine. Disney. Are we trying to get Disney? Here's the all honest to God's truth. We had to get ourselves approved. We had to get my dyer approved. We are not using my dyer anymore. Um, we have decided as a business, it is not worth our time, effort, and energy to go down the Disney road again. Anytime so, soon. So or, right or even now, if it's not soon. Right now, as we speak, yeah. we are currently not trying to get a fresh contact contract with Disney. And I know that uh, everybody kind of hears these like rumors either one way or the other from an upline from a mentor who was on a trip in Mexico with somebody who was the cousin of the friend of Deanne. Right. You know, and you're like, but who said it? Well, I don't know. But it came came from a reliable source. And you're like, if if we could just have, you know, those, those answers, it would, it would make it, you know, just feel like you're, you're an insider. Like you also... Can buy into the. Right. I don't know how to but, say it. Yeah, but here. Like, um, I I don't know who still listens to the podcast, but there's somebody who uh, at least used to listen to the podcast. I mean, we know we're kind of stagnant now, but um, who will understand that? Stand this really funny that you know there's always a joke about Disney that like frontline cast members really don't know anything. But if you were to ask a bus driver at Disney, hey, do you know about the new fireworks show at Epcot? They would be, oh yeah, it's going to have drones and it's going to have this and it's going to have that. And then the show comes out and there's like not one drone and you're like, what? Well, he heard from Joe at the at the bus depot who heard from, oh, who, you know, this, you know, so there's always that joke that, you know, like you should not get your, your news about what's going to happen at Disney, like from frontline cast members, because they probably don't know. Um, right. So anyways, and that's kind of the deal here is like, you know, through the message boards that were in the group chats and the things like that, and, and everybody wants his best. And, you know, we had heard at one point in time from what I would consider a reliable source that Star Wars leggings were legit being printed. That was from an actual home office it was. person. It was. So I, I even think it was in our true. business builder workshop. I even think it was during our business builder workshop. Don't throw anybody out of the bus food. But so, um, the contract at that yes. point, we switched manufacturers and I'll tell you what, it didn't happen. One of the hardest things to walk away from, guys, 
is LuLaRoe's training and their meetings and their speakers and all of that because I am a freaking junkie for that. Ooh, and you can LuLaRoe, always be my plus one. Right. LuLaRoe did that so well. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. They just, they, they were always trying to come up with ways to build the retailer, to through the business builder workshops, through um, leadership training, through, through now sales levels trainings, through all of those things. Yes, they they really do put a lot of time and effort in that, and that that's pretty impressive. And that also is hard to walk away from. It really came down bottom line to me is if I want to make a shirt that says "Gone with the." Dust instead of wind, because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know. It's probably public domain, but whatever. Gone with the dust or eat my dust. And I want to kiss my 2020 with butt cheeks. And I want to make zeros. and I want to make 40 of them for a lady's 40th birthday party or 50th birthday party for everybody on there. I didn't have that option with Lularoe, and it wasn't. It's not fair to ask them to ever expect right. their model to fit that right and and that's where it came from me is because all i do all day long is think up ridiculous crap to put on stuff what was the bearded men one we thought of for christmas that veronica thought was hilarious <laughs> holly, holly jolly, jolly bearded man <laughs> holly jolly bearded man don't steal it i'm gonna looking, copyright it no, I'm looking, just looking for it looking for a Anyway, that was man. just what I threw out to them when we were having our meeting, as I said. And if I want to make 40 shirts that say Holly Jolly Bearded Man at Christmas, and she, Veronica's like, write that down. Do it. Do it. <laughs> write it down. Do it. So, um, yeah. So I'm here, and I'm rooting every one of you on. I'm rooting Jill on. I just, for me, it, it had become time, and yes, I could still be Jill's plus one. So Right. And for me, like I said, I've decided to stay. And I'm still here for Jill when she calls, and she says... What do I do today? Yeah. And I say, ah, uh, so let's do this. <laughs> you know, I mean, again, like podcasting, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out when we can do it. We may have to do remote. We may, I don't know. Maybe we may have, have to just start doing work. it on Saturdays because you that's know. my day off and yeah, after I soccer. I mean, that. yeah, we, we'll figure it out. It might and be quieter in the evenings if we did it remotely. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> true. Or, you know, let Tori spend the night at my parents and I can come spend the night over yeah. here. Or but something. in the meantime, you're getting a, but, a glimpse of kind of what my day looks like. Yeah. There's some screaming. There's some barking. It's been like super quiet for the last like 30 minutes. Can you believe who we have recorded a two hour podcast? I bet. Can you believe we? Well, they always said they wanted a long one. So yeah, well, here and you, you got go. it. So, so, so yeah, what we need on your feedback is should we keep it the Lula cast where I'm fine doing that. I don't mind. Um, yeah. Should we change it to the Lula cast and more? Yeah. That's, I joked about that. I was like, can we just call it and more? Should Lula we, cast and should more? we change it to, I don't know. Live in the boutique life like thugs. <laughs> <laughs> boutique life <laughs> that'd be really funny i don't know but you know maybe you have a better a better idea we haven't yeah, really so thought much please, about it but um, we're fine to keep us. it the way it is if it's easier for people to yeah find let us know um we just want you to know that we are here for you um with whatever you need we want to hear from you and in um, your heart of hearts if you're like uh you know what we really only want to hear about LuLaRoe, mostly. You can so, tell us that. Then you can flat say that because I can talk with Jill about LuLaRoe, and then she can bring in she could bring in more guest people to be I, co-hosts. I probably could. Yeah, if you guys want to. I mean, talk, she could bring in Lisa, yeah, and, and she has other people. You know, if you don't, if you're like, no, we really just want to hear LuLaRoe. We don't want to hear Tracy blather on about other, like whatever shirt she made today. Yep. Anyways, so I guess, I guess we've said it all. It's been a long. 
long podcast. We've said it all. I feel like we got it out and at least, not that it was a secret, because I'm sure people have tripped over it, but um, we just hadn't had a chance to get together and really just blurb all of it out that this wasn't the plan. Three years ago when we went full time, yeah, this wasn't the plan, but as things changed and morphed, we had to change and morph. We did. Yeah, especially you. We did the, the COVID <laughs> shuffle. Maybe that's what we need. The you Super pivoted, boo. I pivoted. You pivoted. I pivoted. Yep. That is true. I did right. pivot. I mean, we both pivoted. I, yes. I pivoted to another job, and maybe LuLaRoe was going to fall back. I mean, and again, the hardest part for me is that I had my business to the level where I was, like, cruise qualifying and doing those things, and I have not cruise qualified one month this year. So, or, yeah, one month this year. So, it's not, that's not going to happen, and... Um, that hurts my heart a little bit, which makes me feel like I'm failing um, because I'm super hard on myself. Because you always feel like there should have been a little growth, a little growth, even if it was just a little if continued I, yeah, steady. If I maintained the level of work that I was doing, and the thing is, is about November, I saw things start to wane. Um, and then December, after not quite sure if I cruise qualified because I was on that fence, um, uh, that kind of hit me emotionally hard, but January I tried to rejuvenate myself and kind of come back and January was hard. February was a little better than January. Um, and then COVID hit and no matter how hard I tried, I mean, I tried fast fingers. I've tried round robins or, you know, or virtual round robins. I've tried mega links. I've tried, you know, I just, I I'm currently doing sonlet and posting my stuff in a whole bunch of different places, hoping that the second I get something, I can post it there and somebody will look at it and sell. I mean, I've got solid black crystals that are on my sonlet that nobody wants. I'm like, dude, they're black. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm doing everything I can and, and I'm really hoping that me taking this outside position will relieve the stress and allow me to find the joy in, in LuLaRoe that I, I really want to be there. And, you know, it doesn't mean I'm still not going to be upset if I don't get a launch or I can't get a launch or all of those things, but I'm just going to have to but find you know a way. What it does mean, and this means a lot, in, in my opinion, when you get off a live and you didn't sell anything, but you had a good time just chatting with people, you can still feel okay. Yeah. Because the other, when you didn't have the full-time job and with COVID and people not buying and well, all of the things. Well, it's still how I feel right now. I went live last night with new Mariah's and I right. didn't sell any. And there's a part of me that's like, I spent $900 on Mariah. But you're also looking at a bill coming up going, I need that money in 24 hours, 48 right. hours, 72 so hours. So that's when I start to think like, do I wholesale that I'm ready? Right. Do I let my friends wall drop them? Do I put them in the wholesale groups? Like, what do I right. do with them? And I think that that's... After one that's life. part of it. You don't... And then you can hold on to things like we used to and say, you know what? They have value. And They're right now, great. it's a bajillion degrees here. Yeah. But in three weeks... Yeah. It's going to be colder and people yeah. are going to want some sweaters. Yeah, I hope so. Because you know, I don't, I don't want to get rid of them. I, because <laughs> that, I love them and they're that's great. That's how we felt about ambers and sweaters and different things that were like, why are we trying to move these so quickly? Because it used to be okay to have good stuff to hang out in your boutique because eventually you're going to get a new person or whatever right. that's going to see it. Well, and and I've, I've got an event I'm doing in three weeks. Yeah, and just all of it, all of it was just... Uh, so much. And you know what? Your sweaters may do great at the events because I yes. bet for that event, people come down from the colder spots. Yep. So, um, yeah, guys. I'm doing, I'm doing the Pinners Conference. The other thing I want to tell you Phoenix. is I know all of you, not everybody wants to go out and do something on their own. It does take a pain in the butt effort because you do, you do have to manage your own taxes. You do have to figure all of the, all of the stuff out. 
Um, but I'm here to support you guys in any way that you want, as long as you want me. So. We want you, Vu. I do. So. But, um, you know, that's kind of how it's, it's going. So we just always wanted the Lula cast to be something that let you know out in the world among all the retailers, you weren't alone. You weren't in it alone. You weren't the only one that had a concern or a problem or, you know, even when you were having little successes that didn't other people didn't feel were enough. We're celebrating. That we, want to, we celebrate. wanted to celebrate with you. Yeah. And let you know that that, that is amazing. And we still want to do that. Yep. We, if you are... If you're goose qualifying, we'll toot for you. Well, of course. But what I was just about to say, though, is, is if you made the 1,000K tier for the very first time in 2020, we want to give you a woot 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 for making that tier. If you, you know, pushed and made the... I don't even know what all the tiers are now. The 5,000 tier. If you did that... Now, we, we want to celebrate you. We, you know, if, if you, you know, hadn't been live in four months and you decided to go live, seriously, we, we want to toot you. We want to we wanna love you and yeah. we want to love on that. And whatever your success is, we want to be here for you for that because, you know, we have you to work so Julia, hard. You know, yeah. you know the one. Yeah. You did that? We need yeah. to know. <laughs> right. So please know that again, we, we are here for you. we we love you all. And, um, you know, we appreciate you being with us for, and, yeah. Good gravy. Three, three and, and a half, half years. years. Yep. Three and a half years. And we hope that, you know, we just keep trucking along. That's right. We're, we're going to keep moving forward, keep moving forward. So, well, until next time, guys, the more, the more you, know, you know, the more, the you, more know. you know. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the LulaCast. Check out our show notes to join our VIP groups, shop our live sales and album sales, as well as follow us on Periscope. Use promo code LulaCast to get 10% off mobile text alerts. Email us with show topics or questions at thelulacast at gmail.com, and we will talk to you all real soon.